What are we talking about? Stuff, I think. Oh, man, I'm not prepared for that. That is our forte. Um, Stephen, you and I this week, uh, we both had uh, stuff jammed into us. <sighs> yeah. Um, which is vaccine Dildos. dose number two. Oh, yeah, vaccine. D- yeah. Mm. Vaccines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, number two, man. Yeah. We went number I, two with our vaccine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got that poop injection. Um, That's right. Yeah, I got mine the day before years. Um, has your tattoo shown up over it? I got this uh, cool Microsoft 5G logo. <laughs> <laughs> Popped up out of nowhere, bro. It's in the shape of the Mortal Kombat icon. <laughs> I was dragons. chosen. You were chosen. <laughs> amazing um yeah i got my uh, my second dose and uh day after i was feeling a little tired all day but not not really a whole lot but uh my wife amanda she had hers on so i got mine on thursday she got hers on wednesday and mm-hmm. uh man she was still zonked out yesterday on saturday she it like kicked her ass she had to still go to work because she had too much going on yeah um she just like pushed through it and stuff but on wednesday uh, she got it Thursday. She goes to work and she gets home and like goes to sleep the second she gets home and then wakes up at, like at nine thirty. Uh, goes to sleep again at eleven thirty at night and then so she was up for like two hours when she was home basically and slept mm. the rest of it. Uh, still just like drained. She uh, felt like achy and um, her like lymph nodes in her like armpit hurt uh, near her arm and stuff. They got the shot, so she got like a really bad um like side effects from it and stuff but i was wondering mm. you seem fine now were you were you okay yesterday how did that affect yeah. you so i got my shot on friday mm-hmm. and you know during the day it was like uh, around lunchtime on on friday i went to go get my shot um felt mostly okay throughout my the rest of my work day um yeah. and into the evening like my arm was a little bit sore because you have a uh tiny shank of metal shoved sure. into your your muscle tissue and they break it off they break it off. That's the only way to make sure it stays in there. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, like, understandably, my, my arm was sore and still is yep. a little bit tender right where they uh, they stabbed me. Um, but then, like, Saturday, I woke up and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't feel well. And, mm-hmm. uh, look, I haven't been, like, sick. I haven't had a cold or the flu or anything like that in five years. Mm. Um, I don't like being sick, so I stopped. Uh, for a That's reason. a good idea. I was just like, you know what? Smart. Some people like to get sick all the time. I'm not a mm-hmm. fan. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> so um, I I felt kind of, I don't know, like a part of me was like, well, maybe it's just because I'm, uh, you know, awake on a Saturday just to begin oh, with. Oh, gen- that's, that's always a bad plan. Sure. Know? Just like it's a, it's the weekend. Just sleep through it. But I, uh, I, I started to feel a little bit better. I had to get up and uh, take our dogs to the groomers that morning mm-hmm. and uh i thought well when i get back i'll uh i'll go ahead and just like chill out on the couch or whatever and then um uh, yeah i just kind of felt myself just like deteriorating from there and oh then, yeah like up through last night like i went to bed at uh around like 8 30 something like that oh wow <laughs> yeah i my so face like my chest and face were so fucking hot Oh, it, interesting. I yeah. thought I was Ghost Rider there for a second. Um, my, <laughs> Almost. <laughs> the, the inside of my mouth was on fire. I, huh. It was weird. And uh, I was just like, well, the, the temperature is clearly rising. My wife uh, took my temperature via the, uh, you know, those touchless Rectal. thermometers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Through your butthole. She, 
through through my butt. Well, yeah, I still insist, even though it was like touches. I'm like, well, this is this is the most surefire way. <laughs> well, yeah, you, t- you get, it's like a scanner. You gotta like scan that butthole. Yeah, I've got That's a barcode tattooed on the inside of my anus. Oh, good. <laughs> yep. Um, and so she she took my temperature from my forehead and. It has like a color indicator thing on the screen. Like if it's green, you're, you mm. know, you're like within like a good range or whatever. Gotcha. If it's red, it's like, oh, you have a fever. It was solid red. And she goes, uh, you're at 103. I'm like, does that mean I'm legally dead? What does this mean? <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was, I was very warm. Um, yeah. But it was, it was weird because like I was warm from like uh, my ribs up. And then, like, everything below that was just, like, fucking freezing. It was weird. But uh, by the time I slithered into bed, mm. um, I could cover up just that part of my body. And I was, it was, it evened out nicely. And, oh, that's kind of uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Bottom and half. I, I woke up this morning at, like, 2 o'clock, and uh, my mouth was, uh, continued to be on fire. So I got mm-hmm. a drink of water, and that uh, cooled me down enough to where I could go back to sleep. But, uh, and then this morning, I woke up with a headache, but otherwise, I feel fine better today you know, for the most part. yeah yeah so man what a man. turnaround from last night holy shit i'm, I'm telling you yeah man you came on the show i appreciate that you oh yeah sorry about that i didn't mean to it's all uh, over yeah it's, it's all over my, my screen my keyboard is fucked up <laughs> um yeah it's uh, it's crazy um one of them, uh, my wife's friends had a um fever and stuff during hers mm-hmm. as well she had some like aches and stuff too but it's just weird how it affects different people differently um, and again, you had Pfizer as well, right? That's what I had. No, I had Moderna. You had Moderna? Okay, so mm-hmm. yeah. So it's interesting, like, Amanda had a really bad experience on Pfizer. I had just a, okay, you know, just tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you had a different Moderna, and then, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, did you, feel, did you feel anything on your first shot? No, um, not really. Just mm-hmm. a sore arm, I think, that time. Yeah. And then this one, I had just like a slightly sore arm and then just like really tired and stuff. But I wasn't even um, like Amanda's like body ached and stuff. Mine really didn't. You know, she kind of had like flu like symptoms and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, last night she started like over the day yesterday, basically until last night, she started getting better and better. It was really just those the first like two days afterwards for her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, today, I imagine she'll be much better and stuff. So, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just crazy, but um, definitely worth it. I like to be like. Like, Amanda had posted something about hers, um, how she felt and stuff. She wanted people to be aware, but, you know, obviously it's a good thing to get your, your vaccine and stuff. So, get out there, folks. Mm-hmm. Man, get those body there. aches were terrible. I hated yeah. it so much, but I knew I just had to get through it. It'd mm-hmm. take about a day, and and uh, here I am with just my normal body aches and pains. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> just being like an old person. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. I like the normal body aches and pains. Uh, I thought about playing soccer again. Amanda wants to to exercise some, and we got a soccer ball a while ago, and we mm-hmm. never use it. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, we're like in our mid-30s now. Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. So we'll see what we ended up doing with it. But, um, yeah, the normal aches and pains, I mean, just sleeping, mm-hmm. you know, it's tough. The yeah. Body, the old body. Yeah. So, so I know there are, there are days where I wake up from sleeping and I feel like I got my ass kicked in a mm-hmm. bar fight, you know. And sometimes you might be going out to bar fights, you know, going out to bars in your sleep because you are a known sleep bar crawler. Well, yeah, that's where. Yeah, because right. like, 
if you drink too much and then like try to go to sleep and like everything is spinning that's where it gets problematic that's how you get like super sick you know uh-huh. so i figure if i'm just like if i have severe narcolepsy but then also i'm mm. in downtown i'm like well i'll just make this happen oh man i like that if you're already asleep you can't get sick from drinking too much <laughs> that's a scientific fact everybody that's knows. true and then if you start shit on top of it, and then you get your ass beat, and then mm-hmm. you're, like, bleeding out, then it's like, what is even a blood alcohol level at that point? Oh, wow. So if you lose some blood, how mm-hmm. would you even know if the, you know, the blood alcohol level is even accurate? Yeah. And then, and then you're mm-hmm. like, is that blood, or is that just Bloody Mary mix? We don't know. Oh, wow. Because, mm-hmm. oh, Brent's at another bar, and he's drinking again. Yeah. <laughs> is that a stalk of celery coming out of his ass? It just don't, it's fine. Just don't touch it. The thing you wake up it. the next morning, stock's still in. You're like, man, did another bar crawl. <laughs> Fuck, always in my sleep. Yep. <laughs> well, how about, on a, how about on a stock of celery in your ass? Uh, we go ahead and say we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where uh, we're talking about vegetables today and orifices. Mm-hmm. You can stick those in, so mm-hmm. stick around and stick it in. hell yeah steven what are we talking about today oh man we are talking so much fucking mortal combat i'll do the whole rest of it it'll be in the background i'll do it after the show Uh, i imagine that music is playing right now that it has been for a while because it's fucking amazing so Mm -hmm. um yeah we're doing we're doing the new movie. We're doing the first movie. We're doing some of Annihilation, which I'm very excited to hear from you about. Uh, we might mm-hmm. talk video games, talk about our history. We might talk about, like, uh, other things. I don't even know. Like, it could go crazy. Um, I actually don't want to do any of that stuff. Um, oh, you want to change it up? Yeah. Orange okay. peels. Let's talk about the history of orange peels. Where can you stick those in, Brent? Where can you even stick them? That's not very phallic shaped. Nostril one. Nostril oh, okay. two. That would smell Anus pretty good. Three. Ear canal one. Wait. Ear canal seven. Eye Are socket do- fourteen. Do you know how numbers work? No. <laughs> uh oh. Aren't you a bank? Aren't you a bank? People say that a lot. I'm uh, I'm bad at math, but people are like, oh, but you work at a, uh, a bank. I'm like, yeah, man, we've got calculators. Like, <laughs> does everything for me. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I don't have to do that work. We live in a modern age, you know? Did, did you ever check your work, though, growing up, learning math? Did you ever, like, make sure things are accurate? Um, I, no, not really. <laughs> no, I just tried to uh, just make my best guess. Like, I, it was really just like shooting for the stars on on some mm-hmm. of those like if it was multiple choice i'm like well you know what oh yeah those are good. here we go here we yeah. go if it says if it's an option is like. all of the above then guess what it's that one <laughs> what um, about none of the above those always like worried me oh my god i'd be like well mm-hmm. especially if they do both of those they're like a d and an e and you're like that's too many options that's you know? that is too many options yeah. Or if you see like a uh, uh, one one question has uh, none of the above as a as your like fourth answer. And mm-hmm. then the next question also has a 
none of the above is the fourth answer. You're like, oh, oh wow. shit. Wow. Two Which consecutive one? ones? One of these is a trick, you know? <laughs> I don't know. And that's how you, that's why you quit school. Yeah. You just walk um, right out of there, you know? Yeah, but you know what? It's fine because, like you said, you got calculators, and every time I've ever checked a calculator, it's been right. So, mm-hmm. there you go. Calculator boobs. talk. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, you can spell boobs on a calculator. That's boobs. right. Boobless, you know? <sighs> Man, that's Michael a good Boobless. One. Boobies. Mm hmm. That's true. You can spell Michael Boobless? Uh, yes. At a, on a graphing calculator, you probably could. You probably could, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's got like a lot of shapes mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know where to go from here look i'm gonna be honest with you my head's mm-hmm. still a little bit swimmy from uh that's okay from yesterday did you but, take any drugs today to help with that any uh, Motrin or anything no i i took uh some uh what do you call it excedrin uh to get rid mm-hmm. of my headache um mm-hmm. but i feel like my my body is actively trying to shut down my brain because it's gotcha. like no you need to you know, like That's, yesterday you took took it easy. Maybe you continue that today, but I said no, body. We gotta I have talk to do about, a podcast. <laughs> we have to talk about Mortal Kombat. Three different versions of this today. Did you get to watch any of the Mortal Kombats, especially Annihilation and a Fever Dream uh, while you were doing uh, that? Steven, I watched all three of them uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> oh my goodness. Back to back to back? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I had wow. to uh, watch them in like chunks. Uh, throughout mm-hmm. the day or whatever, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was a That's lot. That's intense, I man. I don't know if I can like separate them in my brain at this <laughs> it's point. One movie. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't take notes because I was like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll remember. I'll be okay." Yeah. But then, uh, guess what? Probably not. Man, Probably not. no. Well, yeah. So that explains if uh, there's any lethargy today. But I think it'll mm-hmm. be a fun episode regardless, and uh, we'll try to keep it light and chill and under a, a cool solid three hours so that mm-hmm. you don't you can rest up and everything you don't get overwhelmed right sound like a plan it sounds good to me excellent well uh so i wanted to know uh i think we've talked about mortal Kombat, you know a little bit on the show before but i don't mm-hmm. remember how much we've ever gotten into uh the history of it um movies video games what have you uh for for us in particular um of like what we used to play or like how we got into it or whatever so uh, if anything, I'd like to hear again. So, did you want to start us off with like what you remember of like which games you played on which systems, mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing? So, I, I remember playing the original Mortal Kombat at uh, my friend Adam's house. He had a Sega mm-hmm. Genesis, and oh, yeah. thus the uh, bloody version of Mortal Kombat came oh, standard. Yeah. I know for Nintendo, you had to have like a blood coat or something like that to get uh-huh. it to work or something like that. Or maybe mm. they didn't have it. Whatever the case. I remember the stuff Sega like one, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Sega one was like what you wanted, right? That was the... It's the NC-17 console. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see Kano's dick the entire time. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I remember playing that. And then I had a Game Gear, which was also mm. made by Sega. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I can't wait to play this. And... Uh, I remember getting from my grandmother of all people. She oh, wow. got me the uh, Mortal Kombat Game Gear game. I was like, okay. I don't think she knows what this is, but okay. Nice. Fine. Sure. She's and like, kids like it. Whatever. Whatever. It's fine. Um, and I remember 
playing it, but like Kano was not a character option. Like mm. they, he just wasn't in in the game. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just for like space issues or or what. But yeah, yeah. Kano wasn't uh, a character on there, which was weird because like on the Game Gear you had that that uh, D or or a movement pad, and mm. uh, it was like circularly shaped. So it would would have been like nice for doing his like move where he like spins in the air and like flies forward and hits somebody or whatever. Mm. But not an option. Um, Jerks. Yeah. This yeah, was Mortal Kombat 1? Yes. The OG. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so you're really OG. Yeah, right now. Yeah. I didn't ever uh, played yeah. like the any handheld versions, and I don't think of, of any of the Mortal Kombats. I don't remember any of that I'd ever. ever all yeah. that console stuff. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Even uh, though it had Nebcano, you know? Yeah. Uh, but even still, like, I, I liked it a lot, and um, it was just like... It was like the novelty of being so violent and having finishing moves and like going to school yeah. and being like, how do you do this this uh, like finishing move for this character? And mm. somebody would like tell. It was all like word of mouth back in the day. We didn't have like yeah. the internet wasn't so prominent or yeah yeah it wasn't like that big of a oh yeah a thing at that point if at all and. It, yeah, it was a lot of like trial and error and like trying to figure it out. I could never do Liu Kang's finishing move mm. um, just because it was like so complicated or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, some of them I could do, but uh, but yeah, like otherwise I, I I just like playing the uh, the various characters, especially like the ninja ones, like Scorpion yeah. and Zero. Yeah, I always like the ninja cool. ones so much. Their costumes too are just fucking rad. I love all mm-hmm. of them. I love. When they expand those characters out um, with like Reptile and the green and then like Rain and Purple and uh, new, new, I say new Cybot, I think, but I think Cybot, mm. how do you say that? I think Cybot is, is Cybot? correct. New yeah. Cybot? Mm. Um, him being like all black and stuff, like it just looks like badass. Like all of the, like that whole uh, shoulder, the, 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 the shoulder pad look mm-hmm. going down with all the different colors and stuff. It's just, it's almost like, um, you know, like a Power Rangers or a Ninja Turtles. Like, there's something mm-hmm. like I like about the the colors identifying different ninjas, and ninjas are just the fucking coolest ever. So, yeah, um, just really works. So, did you play like Mortal Kombat two? Do you remember that coming out? Like, uh, or or three for yeah. that matter? Uh, two specifically. Yeah, I remember going to a bowling alley once and just being fully obsessed with the mm. uh, MK two cabinet they had there. Yeah, and just watching somebody like play the game. I I don't think i even played it at that point but i watched somebody else play it and that's when they brought in the animalities or whatever oh yeah and i was like oh my god you're gonna turn into an animal <laughs> can, can you be a dinosaur oh, i'm so excited <laughs> but, and that's uh, the first time little brent came that's right in that arcade in that arcade in the bowling alley that's when i became a man <laughs> which bowling alley mess uh i think oh boy do you remember? That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. It might have been like Rose Bowl and uh Oh yeah, Tulsa, back in the day. Which is right not not around anymore. But yeah. Um Yeah, it was just like so cool that you could see like you, you had more characters. The yep. graphics looked better. The mm-hmm. violence was like uh heightened a bit. And then yeah, you've got like in in addition to um the finishing moves, you've got the animality, so multiple ways to like kill your opponents and they might have introduced like the babalities in in that one as well oh man maybe they i turned them into babies or whatever yeah they Weird. had such yeah <laughs> it's all fucking silly mm-hmm. uh, it's funny because i remember like, i don't remember like specific t- 
times playing the arcade games, but I remember playing like Mortal Kombat 1 and 2 more like arcade. I don't remember ever really playing those on a home console. Um, we had uh, Mortal Kombat 3 Ultimate or Ultimate oh. Mortal Kombat 3 uh, on the Sega Genesis. And that one is like my perfect Mortal Kombat game to this day. Like I was looking around because I have my Genesis still. It doesn't work, but I was like, do I still have my Mortal Kombat games? And I don't, unfortunately. I have yeah. other ones, but those didn't stick around. But I remember that one so much. Um, and they're all cool. Like it's it's just a neat concept. The, the way that it's like these filmed versions of the sprites instead of like you know computer generated images mm -hmm. uh and then like controlling them it's like so interesting looking and then um it's just like fucking violent and fun like you said and, and something about like stupid conservative adults hammering down on them for like you know being so violent and stuff like made it even like better you know like yeah. they totally fucking sold it even more mm -hmm. um they should have just let it alone and then it would have been still a juggernaut maybe but you know that definitely helped it for sure yeah um and uh yeah and like it's just it's just fucking cool like all the different moves the different characterizations of everybody like they're all so unique and um it's like out of all the different games it's my favorite out of all like street fighter and Tekken and like different stuff I played over the years Killer Instinct or whatever over the years like those characters mean more to me in Mortal Kombat it's just fucking cooler the music is better mm -hmm. um, and I'd forgotten the other day I'd mentioned on the show that um, I, I said something like real quick about like yeah since Mortal Kombat's been around in like 1988 and I was like I don't remember what year Brett and you were like 92 and I was like holy shit that came out and then the movie came out three years later and they mm -hmm. released like sequels between that like that was so fast I didn't remember that that became like such a juggernaut so quickly you know yeah um which is crazy but yeah i remember um mortal kombat 3 the most um and i i had a, some book or whatever <clears throat> i don't think it came with it i think i had to like buy it excuse me <clears throat> that was like codes and stuff with a k uh that you could like, put in yeah. and yep. it was like six letters i think is like it went across the screen whatever and you'd have like a uh, like five seconds or whatever to enter stuff in and one of my favorite things is, <clears throat> good grief, sorry, it's just Charlie Brown. Um, one of my favorite things was uh, you could play, uh, you could put out a code and play Pong. And we would oh. just play, yeah, uh, it was so weird. And we would play Pong a lot. Uh, like when we were bored playing the game, we would just like take a break and play Pong. And uh, it was just like weird stuff they'd put in there. But mm -hmm. um, that version, that ultimate version had, they brought in like, uh, I, I don't remember Mortal Kombat 3 very much, but they had gotten rid of like scorpion and some other characters and stuff and so they like brought him back for ultimate and it had like so many people you could play and uh and i loved like so many i mean they had different costumes and stuff with all those codes and um i just have such fond memories of that so mm -hmm. the first movie um i also have such fond memories of but watching it again now um that one in particular versus like the new movie i was like these i i forgot how close that was together and then how informed that made me of like that Liu Kang is my Liu Kang in the movie like yeah. when I think of the video game I think of that dude when I think of Sonya Blade I think of Bridget Wilson when I you know when I see those people in that movie like it's so intertwined and uh it's just like oh, it was so much fun rewatching it it was just like nostalgia blast man I loved it well should we just transition into talking about that first movie then I'm already done um if you want to oh. move on to Annihilation that'd be great oh okay wow <laughs> well uh, uh, okay. No, I would love to, man. I would love okay. to jump into the movie. Cool. And then we can save the new movie. New movie. Yeah, maybe uh, go new in movie order. for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, cool. So, uh, first Mortal Kombat movie, 1995. Yes. 
And uh, I remember going to see this in theaters <gasps> with my dad. Oh, and, uh, you know, this was uh, mid-90s, clearly. This was uh, kind of a microcosm of a lot of action movies from back in the day. Mm-hmm. So as I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is disappointing. Especially when, like, Sonya Blade, who is, like, one of the elite characters of the franchise, she gets kidnapped and they have to go, like, rescue her. And it's like, boy, just because she's a girl, she, she oh, has yeah. to be the damsel in distress. But mm-hmm. uh, contextually, that's how a lot of movies were back in the day. I'm not saying it's good, but that's just how it was. Back yeah, then. yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, that said, I believe it's... Is it this movie? Is it the first movie that starts off with that, like, the Mortal Kombat theme? Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. It just, like, gets right in there, yeah. Uh, Annihilation does that as well, I believe. Oh, yeah? And it, you're just, like, right in it, and it's just, you get so pumped immediately. Oh, it's so good still, man. I loved it. In my, uh, my like, hazy fever dream mm-hmm. of life yesterday i remember like trying to get like so pumped like my heart rate was spiking from (laughs) watching the beginnings of these movies uh just because the music is so good like oh it's it's awesome that original uh theme by the immortals is just oh my god just everything you need right there it gets me so pumped up to this day um Mm -hmm. and then even in the new the new one they played like uh at the end of the credits and they played it maybe other times whatever but they had like updated it and it was like an uh, an EDM version of, of some sort or whatever, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. But that original, like, I mm-hmm. I, I stand by that like '90s techno beats today's EDM or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I still I actually like some '90s techno uh, versus like I don't understand like anything today with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that soundtrack, like, I remember I used to be so into martial arts, uh, which is why I loved this series. But I loved so many other movies. Um, and was so into that, and I remember putting that soundtrack on and, like, dance fighting around my house a lot. And I say dance yeah. fighting because there was no one to fight. I was just kicking and punching everywhere. Yeah. Um, so essentially I'm just moving my arms and legs, essentially dancing throughout my living room. And, uh, but, oh, my God, like, I remember I had such good times just being, like, you know, uh, it's like Cowboys and Indians or whatever. It's like you portraying... You know, you can be Liu Kang or whatever. Like, you can do all that stuff. And that soundtrack would just get you right in there and just be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can yeah. fucking fight for the world, too. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. That world can get fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven, you're nine years old. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, Mom. Stop yelling yeah. that at Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, uh, since you brought it up, uh, that was one thing I was going to say about the new movie. Is that... That theme song at the end of the that movie, the mm-hmm. newest movie, man, it sucks. Like they they completely watered down the. All right, good. That's what I theme. felt. Oh yeah. my god, it was it was terrible. It's like they took out like all the worst qualities of the theme, mm. and then like they shit on like the good qualities of it. Like mm. it doesn't like get you pumped up at all. You know? <laughs> yeah. And that's like the whole goal of that thing. Yeah, it's a pumped up I, jam. I think what works well in the two original movies is the, like, even though the music certainly sounds dated, especially to, like, younger people who are maybe growing up with this new Mortal Kombat movie, um, if they were to go back and watch the the old ones, certainly the special effects and, like, the acting and, like, I guess the Mm. overall, like, storyline and cinematography uh and like you know the script and uh, catering uh you know all of it uh, all of it probably is bad and doesn't hold up but oh that God. said i do think that the 
the music, uh, whether it's um, the Mortal Kombat theme itself or some of the music from the soundtrack, not necessarily the score, um, but the the soundtrack, like electronic um, type of music, mm-hmm. it it works so well because as people are fighting, you're on like a two count essentially. It's like a, a kick and a snare, and then. Mm. You can like edit that down to whatever you want it to be. So it, 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 I noticed this a lot in Annihilation when I watched that, is that there were certain songs I I know, uh, just from like, uh, just being familiar with the the music from that soundtrack. But like the way it's like edited, first of all they like take the lyrics out of it, uh, so it's just the music. But you can edit it down to whatever transition you want to within that song or whatever, like pretty mm. easily. But mm-hmm. it's such like a high octane song that it goes with the fighting so well and yeah i don't know it, it just that's probably the best aspect of the the two older movies is the way mm-hmm. the the music interacts with the what you're seeing on screen you know yeah for yeah. sure they just really knocked it out of the park with that i i mm-hmm. do wonder um maybe i'd ask like christian my nephew he's like 14 maybe i could ask him if he has seen this new one or when he watches it um and if he's seen the old ones or whatever i'd be curious mm-hmm. to talk to anyone younger about how they view it, but uh, when I was reading about it, because I, I you know, I re- rewatched it, and I haven't seen the 1995 Mortal Kombat in a long time, um, and Annihilation, I don't think I've seen since it came out, so it's a long, long time, mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't watch that one um, this this year, but um, it really, the, the original for me really held up. It was nostalgia, but it also was like, I really actually kind of enjoy this, and mm-hmm. it definitely is because I grew up with it, though, that nostalgia is always going to be there, but I was reading about it afterwards, too, and people were like, yeah, it's, it was kind of panned at first, but, like, it's kind of become, like, a cult favorite since then, that they're like, it's it's a pretty good adaptation of a video game. Like, it's pretty accurate to a lot of the stuff you'd want to see from the video game, mm-hmm. and, uh, and watching it this time, I was like, yeah, this is like pretty good for what I would want out of that at that time. It's not mm-hmm. to say, like you said, like the acting is always great or the script is that great or whatever um, or anything, but some of the moments are like pretty decent and uh, and I was surprised at how much it actually held up. I thought it was going to be a lot. I, I was pretty sure it was going to be like really cringy watching it mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And I didn't really cringe at all. I was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's cheesy 90s stuff, but you know, no big deal. Um, and I really enjoyed it. So I do wonder what it would be like to someone with fresh eyes that didn't grow up with it that way and mm. uh, see if that, you know, kind of worked for, for someone younger. But uh, for me, it certainly held up. So I watched the new Mortal Kombat before watching the 95 same uh, version and then mm-hmm. uh, Annihilation after that. Um, and I noticed that uh, clearly... Uh, the 95 Mortal Kombat and Annihilation were both PG-13 movies because you don't really see like oh, yeah. uh, incredibly graphic deaths. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like falling into fire pits or um, uh, spoilers for the end of 95, but Shang Tsung, when he dies, he falls on some spikes, but you don't see him like fall on the spikes. You see him hit the ground. <laughs> then there's a shot later where you see a spike going through him, but there's no yeah. blood. There's not really any blood in the the OG movies, um, which yeah. is kind of weird. I think Goro's noticed, lip yeah. bleeds a little bit, but that's yeah, it. Yeah, that doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whenever uh, Shang Tsung is on those spikes, it's like they're through his chest, but he, his limbs are conveniently placed throughout the rest of the spikes as if the, mm-hmm. he just like laid down 
for the yeah. scene. And like, it's so clearly like they were like, we're going to have these prosthetics come into your chest. Just lay down right here. Put your legs between these ones. That's totally fine. Like no one's going to care. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, the entire point of Mortal Kombat is being completely violent and bloody. No, we're not going to do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's pretty amazing. The new one. But, yeah, definitely goes goes there. So, yeah, for sure. Um, there is. Oh, boy. When we get to the new movie, I, we definitely have to talk about some of the uh, the deaths because. Oh, damn, yeah. Some of those are yeah. intense. Um, but did you have a favorite character in the 95 version? I really like Liu Kang in that one. Okay. Um, yeah. Which we'll, we'll, I'll bring up for the for the new one um, with the way they do the, the characters and stuff and the way the story goes, mm-hmm. whatever. I really like the, the original follows him a lot. And uh, I think I was a big fan of his from the video game. I really like, like you said, like Scorpion and, and Sub-Zero is really my guy in the games. Uh, that was my, my favorite one. Um, but in the movie... Um, uh, Sub-Zero and Scorpion, I feel, are kind of... Like, they're just okay. They're not as cool as they could have been. Even though I yeah. like the design. Mm-hmm. But Liu Kang... Um, I was super into martial arts films and stuff, like I said. And um, super into, like, uh, martial art and Asian, like, culture at that time. And seeing him, like, as the lead of that, whatever, I was like, this guy is the fucking... Like I said, uh, kind of on Terror Table, it's like, he's the mm-hmm. leader. So I was like, I'm down with this guy. I like following yeah. him around. So yeah, he was kind mm-hmm. of my favorite. What about you? Uh, you know, I remember liking Liu Kang a lot back in the day, but there's something about like Johnny Cage, which surprised oh, really? me because wow. like he was like, there were certain moments where I thought he was like pretty fun and I don't remember yeah. liking his character back in the day. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. And uh, kind of douchey. Yeah. And then also he seems redundant as a character to me. Mm. Like if you've got Liu Kang, who's like, like a champion martial artist. Why do you need this like Hollywood version of that? Both of them are just like regular guys. Yeah, and I get you. I I understand the uh, the joy you get from doing the splits and, and punching someone in the nuts <laughs> in the like video game, but it, it only does like just minimal damage to do that. It's more like a, a taunt, from what I understand. Yeah. But that said, um, I I do like his character a lot in this movie because he was. There's a certain point. Oh my god. <laughs> I laugh so hard. There's a, a point where, um, uh, so they, they've like gotten on the, the ship and they're on these tiny rowboats trying to make it out to the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, Johnny Cage has so many like suitcases <laughs> under both of his arms. He goes to step off the boat and he immediately just like face plants directly in it's the water. It's so good. It's so, so well done. It's so fucking he funny. He really commits. He commits hard. Yeah, it's he essentially like doing, hard, yeah. doing a belly flop with <laughs> several suitcases under each of your arms. And uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, so I, that was kind yeah. of a surprise to me. I still like Liu Kang, but like I, I think this this go round. Johnny Cage was the, the highlight for me. Yeah. See, I never really liked... Uh, Johnny Cage is okay to play, um, but he's so cocky and stuff. And again, like, I intertwined those movie... That, that first movie with the game so much. Like, he he is a great uh, douchebag. Uh, like, the actor plays him so well in that. And I was looking him up because he looked kind of familiar. He was on Melrose Place after this. And I was like, oh, I totally remember that guy in Melrose Place. Um, never yeah. connected that he was Johnny Cage. I don't remember that at all. But um, he totally fits that. So, it, you know... That's interesting that you would uh, you would like him, but he is kind of fun in that movie. So, I remember watching the MTV remake of Teen Wolf, and he yeah. plays Styles' dad in that mm-hmm. movie or in that that series. I was like, man, this guy looks familiar. And I oh, that's up, funny! Like, oh, he was Johnny Cage. Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? That's yeah, crazy. I looked him up, and yeah, it said he was uh, like a sheriff in uh, on Teen yeah. Wolf or something like that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. interesting. 
That's crazy. Um, and then um, yeah. the the lady who plays Sonya Blade, holy shit. I remember having a oh, massive Bridget crush on her back in the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. We talked about, uh, I know what you did last summer on the Terror Table podcast, and she's in mm-hmm. that as well. Um, she's Sarah Michelle Gellar's sister. And, uh, yeah, I... Oh, yeah. She, I think she's a great Sonya Blade, um, mm-hmm. and I say Sonya. I think you said Sonya, right? I think that's an uh, interesting one too. Sure, I don't, I don't know. All, I'll just adapt to whatever you say. All right, cool, cool. I just I want just think to it's be liked and, and seek approval at yeah. all times. <laughs> I think it's interesting because it's one of those things like you might have heard them to say it in the game, but it's kind of like I don't know, garbled like sixteen bit system sort of thing. Um, sometimes that's, you just see it, and I think it's interesting how people like have said things over time or whatever, kind of made them I, up. I do think you're correct because I believe they do say Sonya in in the movie. Itself. Oh yeah, there you yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Um, or like like Shang Tsung is mm-hmm. like I've heard that like different ways like you know uh, that you could say it. So it's just interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, I was looking her up because I was like, man, I don't see anything from Bridget Wilson anymore. She was like pretty pretty big in the '90s, like late '90s to, to early 2000s. Um, and she's married to Pete Sampras, the tennis guy. She's Bridget Wilson Sampras now. Uh, oh, and I, I guess they have kids, so I, I assume that she basically fucks. just took time. <laughs> right? I assume she took time off, but uh, her oh. she kind of retired in 2008 from movies and TV shows. She oh, doesn't wow. have a single credit since then. But then um, I saw that in the in Mortal Kombat 11, the video game, which I'm really excited to play sometime. It looks great. She and the guy who played Johnny Cage are both listed as the cast for that because they have like like 1995 movie skins that you can choose for those characters and i'm like wow i've got to play this game holy shit that's totally awesome. cool right yeah mm-hmm. so i, I feel really like, like the, the guys who make street fighter the people who make street fighter i feel like they have a lot of fun because there's just like hey let's be fucking weird you know you make street it's like fighter? A very it's a very uh did i say street i mean mortal kombat sorry oh um, i like that that was a fever dream oh yeah <laughs> um i feel like they have a lot of fun because uh it's like it's a very serious game, very like bloody and um, uh, violent. But yeah. also, they're like, and then we turn them into babies at the end. You know, yeah. <laughs> and then we have something called friendships. Wait, what? Yeah. All right. But then, yeah. like, yeah, having like skins acknowledging like the the old movies and everything. Man, that just mm-hmm. seems like a fucking blast. They're like, hey, what kind of crazy ideas can we come up with and like hide it in the the coding or whatever? Yeah. Know? Oh yeah, and it's like totally fun because, like you said, like the like Kano wasn't in that version uh, for the Game Gear or whatever. I was reading about the different ports because they started off as like arcade games, and then they're like, well, Super Nintendo had this architecture and it could only fit this much in a cartridge, but Sega Genesis could fit more, and sometimes they had expansion packs, and so they're like, well, we took away these characters and we also like changed this character's like moves to the same as Scorpions because it would save memory and blah blah blah. And it's interesting how they've like they basically are like working around that. But at, at the end of the day, they're also like, "But can we put Pong on there as a secret <laughs> game?" And it's like, well, "What? We need it. We need it. <laughs> yeah. It needs to be in there." Yeah. Can we? Do we have to put babies in? There? Yeah, we got to have the babies. You know. Yeah. It's totally mm-hmm. funny. Uh, yeah, I, I think it. That seems like a fun game, uh, and I, I remember bits of it from different. Um, like uh, video game documentaries I've seen there was that one there's something I watched recently I mentioned on the show that I liked a lot and I know they went into a lot of the history of it but I've forgotten but it it just seems like a cool team that kind of came up with all this stuff and they they seem Mm -hmm. like they're at a lot of fun for sure yeah um characters characters huh I was trying to think oh Christopher Lambert is Raiden so okay I gotta say on the old uh MK movies 
Uh-huh. Man, Raiden sucks in both of them in that, like, he doesn't even look like Raiden. You think That's of that, like, that, was it, like, the rice paddy hat or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, the big, like, um, you yeah, know what I'm saying, like, called. circular hat that he wears. That's, like, yeah. his signature look. Yeah. And they finally got it right in the, the new movie, but... Oh, he like, looks pretty good, yeah. Yeah, but, like, man, this sucks. Like, Christopher uh, Lambert just eating a baguette, smoking a cigarette, you know? I watched the uh, trailer for Annihilation because uh, I couldn't watch the whole movie, but um, I forgot. I remembered whatever I saw, but they, there's a part where he walks down with like a, a buzz cut, uh-huh. and he's like, yeah, I got a new haircut. What do you think? And I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Looks terrible. He has like a vest on. It's weird. I oh, yeah. It's that's totally different actor. You look like yeah. Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so uh, Shang Tsung, I really like that actor from the original one. Oh my uh, the god, Steven. Oh, yeah. Yas, Yas yeah. King. Uh, because <laughs> He's so I, good. I thought he is the best Shang Tsung. In, yeah. In like all the movies, right? Um, For sure. Because they they reuse footage from the '95 uh, movie in uh, Annihilation, so you okay. see him again in that. But um, uh, man, like the new, the new one, look, we're, we're just like talking about all of them at once. I feel, yeah. uh, it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Shang Tsung in the new movie looked like somebody's uncle where yes. like, <laughs> with just long just, hair. <laughs> yes. Yeah, just like, what are you just shut up, dude? Nobody, nobody's coming for your guns, old man. Jeez. Fucking relax. <laughs> God damn. Yeah. Like that guy the, is totally different. Yeah. Oh my God. The 95 Shang Tsung. Oh, he looks so he looks so fucking cool. Like, yeah. he looks sinister in the way mm-hmm. he delivers his lines. Yep. He's just chewing that scenery. Like, he knows what kind of movie he's in, and he's fucking going for it. Your um, soul is mine. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, yesterday, uh, I think she took pity on me, but my wife was asking me about, like, the movies that we were watching for this episode and, like, what I thought of them and all this stuff. And I was like, well, she doesn't really care, but since she asked. Nice. And I told her, like, if I could take characters from like each of these three movies and like piece them together to make like a, an awesome cast that's yeah. like the best approach there there are things i like about each of the movies but mm-hmm. like uh shang sung from the og cast is just like perfect he's great I, I, I think he's fucking fantastic he uh his name is Ka- i mean i i was trying to, i was looking at these before the show i i always butcher asian names unfortunately i'm gonna try mm-hmm. to do my best but uh carrie hiroyuki tagawa is his name and mm-hmm. I was looking up his uh, filmography and stuff because he looked so, so familiar to me and he's in some things I kind of knew of um, uh, and uh, like a few others like I even like looking at his pictures I'm like he seemed like he was like around sort of like the late 80s like in a lot of probably like villain roles in a lot of the martial arts movies and stuff mm-hmm. I was watching but he just has like this sinister looking face and then like you mm-hmm. said the new guy uh, Ing Ching Han um I was like, he looks familiar too, but like, I loved how you said it. Like, he's like just somebody's uncle because Mm -hmm. I was like, he doesn't look threatening at all. Not at all. No. And Mm -hmm. I remembered him from the Dark Knight. He's uh, the guy that like Batman goes to get from like Singapore or Hong Kong or whatever. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like brings him back to the States. I was like, oh yeah, it's that dude. And then I was looking him up and he was in um, uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. He's one of the... Uh, he's one of the guys that's with Robert Redford, like that whole group or whatever. That's like, um, like a world council of some sort or whatever. And then he's in the movie um, 
Oh, I just forgot it. Uh, he's in um, like a small role in Contagion, which I watch a lot because of the pandemic and stuff. And I'm like, I, just the roles I've seen him in. He doesn't. He's never like buff. He's just some yeah. normal dude. Like I don't. I don't find him threatening. And I thought that was such a weird. Like I like that actor. All the stuff I mentioned him. I was like, oh, yeah, I like that guy and that and that and that and that. Mm-hmm. But as Shang Tsung, I was like, Mm-mm. like you're yeah. really you're not really nailing it for that one. And maybe no. it's just because that original guy was so fucking good. Yeah, he was. They just like nailed it right out the gate. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they like got him cast first and then they cast everyone yeah, else right. around him. <laughs> not taking the casting away from anyone else because sure. I do like the main three of Liu Kang, uh, Sonya Blade, and then uh, Johnny Cage. Mm-hmm. But damn, they just like they fucking nailed it with him. Really got it. Yeah, with that one. You um, will die. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I like kind of jump back and forth too with the casting at least because it's it's interesting. So the and it, it's some of my my points when I was watching the movies because the original had such nostalgia for me and then the new one was, you know, for one it's a whole different story. Like the original follows Liu Kang and then the new one you meet Liu Kang sort of halfway through and you're following like a new a brand new character. And so that changes up the dynamics of everybody and everything. So I because the original has Liu Kang as like the centerpiece of yeah. the conflict um, and I think that actor I like that guy his name is uh, Robin Sho um, I really like him and he's he's very buff and the new guy um, from the new Mortal Kombat just didn't seem as his name is uh, Ludi Lin I guess Ludi Lin um, you know him from things he was, yeah, uh, was gonna... he was a ranger okay he was the black ranger okay and, yeah uh... I didn't know which it just says the name so yeah yeah, uh, he was Zach Zach Taylor in the 2017 Power Rangers reboot. Okay, because he showed up. I was yeah. like, boy, he looks familiar. But I, I wonder. You know, I was way too delirious to look up anything <laughs> yesterday. But um, yeah, yeah, he showed up, and um, uh, you know what? Let's just continue bouncing around from movie to movie. Uh, yeah, spoilers yeah, yeah. for all That's this. What I'm clearly, saying. right? Yeah. yeah, fuck it. So he shows up, and um, I was shocked that he was Liu Kang, only because the lead character in the new Mortal Kombat movie, uh, which is like Cole Young or something like that. Yeah, I got a bucket. I had heard that he's supposed to be a new character, and I was like, oh, I see what they're doing. They're doing a, oh, Benedict uh, Cumbersnatch is not con. <laughs> uh, don't worry. It's a it's a new character. I thought that's yeah. what they were doing. I thought they were faking us out, but no, mm. it's, a, it's a new character. But I didn't know that as I was watching it. I thought, oh, so he's going to be like, this is his name here. Then he's going to find his birth certificate. He's like, oh, my name is Liu Kang or whatever. Or oh, my name is interesting. He finds a picture of his parents and it's two fucking scorpions. <laughs> He's like, I never knew the truth. I never knew. <laughs> How can I possibly know? Um, but so when he shows up and he was Liu Kang, I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's that choice eliminated. Interesting. But, I like that fan theory, though. That seems like it would work out better. Yeah. For the new but, movie. Like, I was fine with the, the new character or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like you said, when uh, this version of Liu Kang, he, he looks like a smaller dude. Yeah. Um. But I do like the um, the 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 fact that they like gave him his like fire powers kind of like mm-hmm. right out the gate or whatever. Yeah. And anytime he had his like hands on fire, I thought it looked great. Like I thought yeah, that special effect. Cool. Like yeah. I thought they fucking Good nailed looking. that. Yeah. 
I do, yeah, for sure. The new movie does a lot better of, and I'd forgotten a lot of, for the original 1995 movie, but they do a lot better in the new one with the powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. The original, um, you know, like with with Sonya Blade in particular, like Shang Tsung uh, personally, like wants her on the boat. Like he he ensnares Kano just to get her on the boat because he wants mm-hmm. her to be like a part of the tournament. And the new one, it's like this whole thing with like this birthmark tattoo thing that like you're mm-hmm. chosen for it and. And she's not until you like kill someone and blah blah blah, and uh, so it, like it changes you know dynamics and stuff. Um, and then like this guy with 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 Liu Kang in the original one, he's he's like my favorite character and he's like the main point. And it, I think that actor just does a really good Liu Kang. And then the new one, I was like, oh, like he's just like a he just looks smaller and just not as like imposing and like his his character just wasn't as interesting to me. I like I like that they're like training and stuff. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like I was just like whatever. I, I don't like him as much. Uh, mm-hmm. But then it's like uh, I'll see him soon. He's he's Merc and Aquaman as well, so oh, he'll, okay. he'll show up in that apparently. And then um, yeah, and then he was in that Power Rangers reboot, which I still have yet to see. So I was like I didn't mm-hmm. know him from anything, but uh, I'd wondered yeah for you if that would you know change it or not. But um, the new Sonya Blade, uh, Jessica mm-hmm. uh, McNamee. Um, I thought she was okay. I don't know her from mm-hmm. anything. I looked up her filmography. Uh, I I also saw that they recast almost everybody in the from the original movie to to Annihilation. Like Liu Kang is the same, and there's like one other main one, but like Sonya Blade changes and Raiden changes, and mm-hmm. uh, Johnny Cage I think dies really early or something like that. From yeah, right. like I couldn't tell if that actor changed as well, mm. but like the, if so. They got a guy who looks like pretty, pretty much like him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he dies like immediately. I think that's how they like tried to heighten the drama yeah. of the the movie, you know, to kill off one of the the main cast of characters or whatever. But yeah, uh, the uh, Sonya Blade and Annihilation, like she's she's pretty good. Like I I like that movie in that we've already established the characters for the most part, even though mm-hmm. like some of the actors have been replaced or whatever. But we get to see more fighting with Sonya in that movie. Yeah. And, um, but New Raiden sucks. Like, Christopher Lambert, like, he was not great, (laughs) but at least he was like, I don't know. There's something about that actor that, that bothers me. I'm, I'm kind of generally not a fan of, of, uh, the new, new Raiden guy. Um, uh, in in Annihilation? In Annihilation, yeah. Uh, James Remar. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I like him in other things, but not as Raiden. He he was okay yeah. as like Dexter's dad in in Dexter from like mm. the the few seasons I saw. Right but, on. Uh, outside of that, I guess he was like Mr. Big in uh, Sex in the City or whatever. Mm. He's um, uh, too fast, too furious. He's when they have like is it like the cappuccinos or some shit that they have like in the house. <laughs> <laughs> he's that cop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He shows up like randomly in things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's always—he's like one of those actors. I always forget his name, but he'll like show up and stuff. And he's like, yeah, a hardened criminal or something, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but when I saw the trailer for Annihilation, I was like, oh my god, like, mm-hmm. wow. Um, but the uh, it was like to say, oh, when they when they changed the actor for for like Sonya Blade uh, and Annihilation, I remember like not liking her as well, but it's because I like Bridget Wilson a whole lot. And that's because I had a huge crush on Bridget Wilson. Uh, but I also thought that she was good for that character. Like, again, Mm -hmm. like that was kind of like melded in my brain as like, that's who the character was in the video game was like Bridget Mm -hmm. Wilson. And, um, 
and I liked her so much that I was like, oh, when they changed it, I was like, well, that fucking sucks. I hate when they have to change people in sequels. It, mm-hmm. Like, it sometimes it works. Like, you can shut your brain off about it, but a lot of times it really sticks with me, and I, I just can't. It's like a mirage. Like, I, they look weird in the picture because they're not right people, right? Like, it's just it's mm-hmm. weird. Um, and then the new one, I thought, like, she's okay, but I, I, you know, didn't think much of her. Like, some of the action and stuff was cool. I like when her powers got there because they don't do that in the original movie um yeah and and that was kind of cool to see especially because they were actually like pretty fucking powerful like going through that other chick she like shot her laser beam thing out of her hand and mm-hmm. uh that was pretty cool but uh but yeah she was she was just kind of all right for me um for for the new one mm-hmm. um who else do we have oh and the original one katana uh yeah talisa soto is her name mm-hmm. um she's all right as well Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking up where I knew her from because she's not in a whole lot of stuff, and I'd forgotten my uh, my James Bond was uh, Timothy Dalton, and she was in she was one of the Bond girls for License to Kill in 1989, and I was like, oh my god, when I made that connection that she was in Mortal Kombat and in that, I was like, sexual awakening. <laughs> I had forgotten about her, but yeah. I remember her. Like I saw pictures of her from that, and I was like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't make the connection, but, uh, but yeah, she was she was pretty rad in that as well. And she stays in Annihilation as well. She does, yeah. yeah. She's a, a main character in that. Oh, um, yeah. There is a scene in Annihilation where it's like a, a, a dream sequence where her hair is down. Like, she, mm. in, in the first movie, she has it pulled back in like a, a, a braided ponytail or something yeah, yeah. like that. And, uh, boy... Uh, there's a dream sequence in which she has her hair down, and I'm just like, holy shit. My <laughs> pants almost exploded off my fucking body. Uh, but yeah, she is fetching, to say the least. Um, that's yeah. one thing these movies do really well, is they pick uh, some babes. Just yeah. straight up fly honeys. Yeah, like Johnny say. Cage. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Johnny Cage, smoke <laughs> show. Classic smoke show. Um, I think that was pretty much all the people that I really knew, like, well, Steven, oh. we got we got to talk about the big man with four arms. Oh original. yeah, there you go. That's a good one. Yeah, Goro mm-hmm. doesn't look at all weird. <laughs> and the original nineteen ninety five version, or either one. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love Goro from the the games, and I I really love all of the attempts at him. Mm-hmm. Um, for the for the nineties, like it looked better than so i think i would i think he looked better than like uh the rock and the scorpion king that came out yeah, years okay. after this fair enough yeah you know like it, it was okay and it was it was cool enough to see him um uh, he's just such a cool design to me with the forearms and stuff and like mm-hmm. uh it just looks cool so i yeah uh, i was wanting to look i'm gonna try to find one if there was like a comparison between the two though like uh side by side of the 95 and 2021 ones but it's funny because you can see where like clearly there's an actor who has this giant like torso <laughs> sitting on top of his shoulders which yeah. is like the other set of you know the four arms and then Goro's head or whatever to make him taller but um, you can see where like the actor moves his arms like pretty fluidly but mm-hmm. then the like animatronic arms are just kind of like stutter just just enough to where you're like oh those are animatronic um, yeah. but yeah it's crazy and then like the fact that when he fights Johnny Cage, Johnny Cage does do the splits and punches, just oh, straight up yeah. punches him in the nuts, right? So Goro has nards. We can confirm Goro mm-hmm. does have nards. Good call. And then um, he gets kicked off of a cliff by Johnny Cage, 
and he's like hanging on there like pretty confidently Goro and uh Johnny Cage is like, this is the part where you fall. And then he's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, let's go, essentially. And then it's like a flawless victory. And that was another thing is like, this happens a lot in um, the first and, and second movie. So mm-hmm. 95 and then Annihilation, where somebody says flawless victory. But it wasn't. Like, it wasn't. Yes. No. Thank you. Like, yeah, like at the end of, uh, of 95, where um, Liu Kang like kills... Shang Tsung knocks him on the mm. spikes, and then he he actually says flawless victory, dude. You got you got punched more than once. That's the That's, whole point of the game, right? Like, yeah, it only like, says that when you're not you have your power bars all the way up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's in the rules of the video game you are adapting. It's like right there. It's so you know? funny. I noticed that too because, like you said, watching the new movie and then watching the original after that was I think the best way to do it for for watching it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh. And the new one, there was a scene where there's like a new character. I realized I didn't know who it was. She has like wings. She was from a Deadly Alliance video game. The oh, Mortal Kombat okay. Deadly Alliance, I guess, is where she was introduced in like 2004. But she's like flying around and stuff towards Kung Lao. And then he like centers himself and like she comes at him. And then he does an amazing fucking kill in the new one. Oh, right? my God. And, and she does not touch him and he kills her immediately and he says flawless victory and I was like yeah awesome and then when I watched the original I was like everybody's just throwing this term around they do not understand it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they did it well in the new one at least for that one I don't remember if they mentioned it more than that but that's the one I, mm. I remember uh, and it was totally uh, the way they said it so oh my that's god they earned that R rating for this one I think back oh, in the day they yeah. they knew a lot of teenagers were going to flock to the theaters mm-hmm. and they wanted to just pack the, the box office as much as they could so they're like yeah we'll do PG-13 but now a lot of us that grew up with Mortal Kombat we're old enough to where we can just watch rated R movies you know willy nilly you know yeah. there's a the audience has grown up with this so they they bumped it up to an R rating which is a lot better and that you yeah. get to see the fatalities that we're looking for you know it's pretty important uh, to the story like to this to this franchise right yeah the violence is like, important it was shocking whenever <laughs> Kung Lao saw the oh lady in half and just like the detail and like yep. the like split down the middle of her body like yep. the innards and everything that spilled out oh my god and then he puts his yeah. hat on and then he like runs his finger across the mm-hmm. rim of it it's like first of all yuck there's blood on there Ooh, gross. Yuck. No. <laughs> also, you're going to cut your fingy. Like, that would suck. I, w- <laughs> I wondered about that. I was like, he must have mastered the martial arts so well, he knows mm-hmm. that he can quickly swipe on his hat and not cut himself. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. part of his training. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that part is rad. Um, it makes no sense why no. he can control his hat like that uh, and make it into a buzzsaw on the ground. Um, but it is amazing. And he's like... It's like the better version of um, uh, f- fucking Aquaman riding on that thing and and Justice League, you yeah. know. Uh, it's like he rides her into the saw and it like squirts up out his like the blood squirts on his face, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is so cool. And uh, I'm not a huge. I was never a huge fan of Kung Lao. For some reason in my head, when we talked about this before, I thought you were. Is that right? When you played the game, did you like Kung Lao? Oh no! Like I barely even know him. Like okay, like I said, I I, I played the shit out of that first game, and I had some familiarity with like subsequent games. Yeah, I think he was introduced in Mortal Kombat two. 
but I just knew yeah, him I as like yeah. the, the hat brim guy. Yeah. Um, and like sometimes, like when I first initially saw him, I thought, oh, they changed Raiden's hat or something like that. Mm. But um, yeah, I really, I totally forgot all about him until he showed right up on. in this. And then like he did that kill. I was like, okay, well, respect. I guess. <laughs> yeah. All day. All day. And it was, was cool. Was like, awesome. it was cool. Like he's like, uh, uh, all I can think is his name now, Luke Hang's cousin. Yeah. And I liked them together in that thing, even though I didn't like Luke Kang as much in this. I, I liked Kung Lao a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it surprised me because I don't really know him that well either. I never really played his character. Um, I don't care about the hat thing, really. But it was yeah. so neat in the movie. And so that was like that was pretty good because it sold me on him. And then they, they use it as like a way, you know, because he gets his soul taken and stuff. So they use it as like a, you know, propel the story forward type of thing and, and a death among the heroes. But um, mm-hmm. and it works that way. But I, again, it made me want just Luke Hang as you know more integral to the story then because that would have mattered to me more. Yeah. Uh, when he died and stuff there. But um, yeah, kind of worked out. But yeah, that that was a fucking awesome kill. Um, mm-hmm. Kano uh, also is a character I never really played. I don't I don't really care for Kano that much. And then the mm-hmm. original movie. Um, I never really cared for him that much. Like I thought his he looked pretty good, like accurate to the to the game and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, since I saw the first movie or sorry the new movie first uh, on this watch, um, he's been like the talk of the internet. I think that the guy who oh plays Kano in the new one mm-hmm. um, and his like jokes and stuff. His name is Josh Lawson. Um, mm. He was so fucking good that when oh I watched God. the original yeah. one, I was like, oh, he's making jokes. Yeah. Like it's like it didn't even click with me because he was so bad in the first one that I was like, yeah. oh, now I understand what his character is more about because he was so good in the new one. Yeah. Uh, so that was really interesting because it made me like Kano for the first time, really. So. Oh, my God. He was so he was like the highlight of this new so movie good. to me. Yeah. Um, there was that actor. He plays a pharmacist on this uh, TV show called Superstore. And mm-hmm. he's fucking hilarious on that. So funny, when man. I saw he was going to be Kano, I was like, oh, really? It's kind of a, a weird leap. But then, like, man, he so fucking nailed it. He was yep. he was so fucking good. Like, he didn't have the metal plate in his face. I mm-hmm. kind of kept waiting for that. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it worked for what it was. Like, he was charming as fuck in this. Like, as far as, like, being a douchebag type character yep. goes, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, uh, like, I kept waiting for him to, like, take a turn because he was, like, with the, like, quote-unquote good guy characters a lot. Mm-hmm. I was like, is he just, is he a good guy now? But then, like, you know, uh, fucking, was it, uh, Cabal goes and talks oh, to him. Oh, yeah. Like, through the shield. And, uh, it's like, hey, hey, fucking, what are you gonna do, bro? What are you <laughs> yeah. gonna do about this? Hey, talk about the Red Sox and shit, oh, brother. That's what um, I saw. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, they're sitting on an I-beam eating lunch out of a, <laughs> a tin lunchbox. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, I, and then, like, once Kano turned, I was like, okay, yeah, this makes this makes sense to me, you know? And it, yeah, it was cool. I liked how that story played out with him, because yeah. uh, it's like, the first time you see him, he's already caught by Sonya Blade, which is different than the first one. She's trying to catch mm-hmm. him, and that's what gets her there on the boat and onto the island and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and in this one, I like that she's already kind of done that, and then he, like, becomes part of their team, but it's like, you're never going to trust him, and then he does double-cross them, and it's like, oh, Kano. Typical <laughs> Kano, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and he was just so funny. Like, he was a great villain to love. And um, he also, I was going to mention to you, I saw it again today, because I was re-watching 
Uh, I watched this the new Mortal Kombat the other day, so I rewatched a little bit before the podcast to refresh my my memory. And um, he, when they're leaving, he like spits, I think, into the hand of her garden gnome of Sonya Blade's garden gnome, and it looks oh like God, so gross, disgusting, like jizzy looking, ugh, just loogie, grossness. Yeah, yeah loogie. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's that same garden gnome, I guess, that she like stabs him in the face with afterwards mm-hmm. after their their cool like Kill Bill style like uh, fight in the in like the small quarters of a trailer and stuff. And they get outside, and that's how she, yeah how he dies. Um, yeah, it, it was it was just cool. I liked I liked their arc together. I yeah. That was one of the the better done things in the new movie for sure. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, but yeah, he was he was really rad. Um, let's see. Oh, they. Uh, for the the old one, I was I didn't remember that Jax is basically just in the very very beginning. He's like Sony's partner, and she like leaves to get on the boat, and they never speak mm-hmm. to him again. Uh, yeah. And then the new one, he plays a bigger role and stuff. But I think I saw he was in the trailer and stuff for Annihilation, though, right? Yeah, he's one of the main characters in Annihilation. Yeah, um, he's played by a totally different actor, of yeah. course. <laughs> you know, from the the ninety five over two Annihilation. But, yeah, um, he does look a lot more like uh, McCad Brooks in. In uh, the new movie, mm-hmm. um, it's like he's bald and he's like buff as shit. He's got yeah. the metal arms. But in Annihilation, he's got like the uh, cybernetic enhancements to his actual arms. So like he's got like oh. his real fingers like poking through there. So at Weird. a certain point, he he rips the the um, armor off of his arms and he fights <laughs> he fights a Minotaur man with just his like regular arms and everything. Um, um, yep. That really kind of weirds me out. I don't really know. That's one of the things is I don't know the backstory so much of all the different storylines with Mortal yeah. Kombat, especially because after three, like I've played some of the 3D versions of the game and stuff, but not really that I remember. Um, it was more mostly like Sega Genesis era. Yeah. And they've done so much more with the story that I was reading about the movies and they were like, well, yeah, this is kind of like where the story has gone with Scorpion in the last few games. And I'm like... Some of this is like, I'm not a big enough fan. It's going to be lost on me, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, for Jax, I was like, I just always assumed they were metal arms, not like an exoskeleton on his arms. Yeah. So the new movie makes sense to me. Although the first time you see him and he just has those little, like, skinny arms, I was so like, what is happening? And I still <laughs> don't know why they grew into big arms. I, don't, I didn't know if that was just his power. I didn't understand that. Is he cyborg now? The, uh, yeah, that, you know? that was kind of my thought. It was like, oh, so it's you know turning another black guy into cyborg. You okay, just control sure. metal and things, something. Yeah. Uh, it's a good thing they gave yeah. him metal arms if his ability is to control metal and I guess machinery. Yeah, because otherwise, like, what is he? What would? What possibility would he even have? Yeah, but, I mean, yeah, it like, I tried not to get too lost into the weeds on that stuff because again mm-hmm. this is this movie even though it's like r-rated it's essentially for like 12 and 13 year olds you know yeah. so i'm just like whatever you just got to get through this <laughs> you know <laughs> don't think too hard when i looked up uh so the guy who played jackson annihilation um it says lynn red williams is his name uh mm-hmm. if you look up him on google and then go to images this is one of the images that pops up what the hell? He's there with Carl Winslow? With Carl Winslow on like the oh, set boy. of American Gladiators, I guess? Holy shit. But that I, makes I'm sense. Like, yeah. I need to see this. I need to see my fucking um, Reginald Bell Johnson as Jax. Mm-hmm. All right. That's the character that I need. That's what you need. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, I was yeah, I was fine. Like in the new movie, like you said, with with just kind of accepting it. When I was rewatching it today, I, I tried to rewatch that part. Just to be like, but how how did he get the bigger arms? 
And it's literally like he's just like, I got to help her. And then they become bigger. And I was like, I guess that's the answer. And yep, I just moved on. Go. And it was fine. Really. Yeah. Once I, I, just, I needed to know if there was an answer I missed. But once mm-hmm. I know that it wasn't, I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't One thing know, I'll say. Yeah. Oh, uh, I was going to say one thing I'll say about all three movies is that uh, honestly, like Raiden sucks in all of them. He doesn't really do anything mm. he, like he he helps without helping, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of the most powerful. It's like if Thor showed up in the Avengers is like, guys, uh, good luck. Uh, I'm just going to stand here. Uh, is that really a lot I can do? I, lightning, I can't make a force field for you. Yeah, but that's about all I'm going to do. It's like, no, dude, fucking help, you know? Yeah, especially, again, because not knowing the lore of the video games as much, and I don't know where that comes in, where he's like a god and he can't, like, help them. He can kind of just nudge them in the right direction and stuff. Uh, like in the original one, he can he can just bring some water into a room in a bucket, and mm. you can use the thing that brings life or whatever to defeat yeah. Sub-Zero. Like, he can just kind of, like, nudge things. Uh, but in the video games, he uh, Raiden was one of my favorite characters, too. Like, Raiden's fucking awesome. Because he can, like, teleport, yeah. and there's all the lightning shit, and uh, he does some cool-looking shit. And he's a cool design for characters and stuff, but... In the video game, I don't understand it, then, because, like, you can play as him. So mm-hmm. I assume he could fight. Uh, he's a fighter in a fighting game, you know? Yeah. But in the movies, it's like, no, you can't do that. And it's like, you really just want to see him whip ass. Um, like anybody yes. else, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the, the things is like, I understand he might be like overpowered or whatever, but give him like a super powerful enemy or maybe like yeah. an army of people he has to like sure. hold back or hold off or whatever. Um, and it, speaking of the uh, use the thing that brings life, that was uh, from Katana. So that wasn't even a, a Raiden thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but I like that he brings the water as like a, a lowly water bringing guy. Yeah. After she says that, yeah, it's all just really convoluted. It is. Yeah. It's just why are you there, Raiden? What are you doing? What, <laughs> what are, you, are doing? you doing here? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, he's the one in the video games that I didn't really ever connect him with Raiden. And then the new one, when they actually cast an Asian actor, I was like, this mm. makes a lot more sense. Way more, yeah. And But I also was like, I didn't really... I never, I guess, thought about him because he has that hat on. You don't really see him. Mm. Uh, but I was like, oh, this makes total sense. But then he doesn't do much in the new one. So I was like, well, that's yeah. kind of a bummer. Like, I wish he would have been Asian. Uh, it seems like that's a, a course correction and who that character should be. Uh, should have always been and then it's like yeah cool and they're making badass and it's like nope um, <laughs> not gonna do much so I will make a force field for yeah. you that is it bye bye yeah. yeah I save a baby I make a force field I'm clocking out yeah you guys got this right I'm going to this nice island I got yeah. a tropical drink um, mm-hmm. so uh, is there anything else like major from Annihilation like character wise like uh, that it was good or bad I guess people that uh, I missed, you know? There was a character introduced in Annihilation called Jade, who, mm. oh my god, she's a yep. show as well. Shows up mid-drift. She's got, like, uh, a loincloth and, like, just something over her, her top. But, oh, nice. Oh my god, yeah. She's a smoke show. She shows up. Um, oh, yeah, okay. Yep. Saw the picture it. for that. Oh, that's a good yep. outfit, too. Mm-hmm. I, I really like... The new one is one of those, like, more modern takes, obviously, that they, you know, the costumes are a little more, like, less video gamey and a little more, like, actual, like, what people might wear. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, that's okay. It's an aesthetic and that's different. But I really like how much they lean into the costumes, especially, like, Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Yeah. Uh, and the original yeah. movie, like, they look straight out of the video game. 
and she looks like straight out of the video game that way like mm -hmm. maybe not the exact costume but like the bright the bright colors and stuff of just like mm -hmm. just she's just on like this green top or whatever and stuff like i'm like this totally works yeah um which version of reptile do you like better the new one or the one from the 95 movie <laughs> I always like Reptile better as the green ninja. Yeah. For one. Same. So I loved I'd forgotten about that scene in the original movie when he goes into that body and becomes that. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm totally down for this because that's my favorite version. Um, and the effects, the CGI for the actual reptile creature, the 95, are atrocious. Oh, my God. It is it's so, so that bad. First time you see him like D like. You know, look, he's like in the background and like he like shows himself, or whatever. Mm -hmm. It looks so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even know how you're supposed to take it seriously, but then you kind of just go with it. Some other parts that like in the shadows, he looks a little bit better. Or when they actually do like the predator vision, like where you can't see him, he's just kind of moving around in the background. Like, that looks mm -hmm. like legit. That That's worked since the 80s, at least, you know. But yeah. Um, but yeah, the CGI version of that was bad. The new one, um, I had forgotten he was even in there until I kind of fast forwarded again. Uh, earlier this morning and stuff, but uh, he looked better. But I'm just not a big mm -hmm. fan of that that version of that character, I guess. Yeah, I know. I so. I had hoped that he would like somehow turn into like the uh, the green ninja version of you know yeah. Sub Zero or whatever. Um, because again, a great aesthetic, you know. Just oh, so good. Multicolor those ninja characters. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, lean into it for sure, man. There's a red version of Scorpion in Annihilation, and I couldn't remember which, like, what that character's name is, but they oh. also have Rain in there, which is the purple version. Er and Ermac? Then, is, is that what that is? Ermac? Is that the red one? Maybe. I thought he was, like, orange. He might be in a, a whole other version of them. I'll see if they have, like, on the on the cast list. Oh, so they have uh, Nightwolf? Yes. In, in that in one? Um, there, there's a uh, uh, um, kind of like the the New Mutants uh, discussion we talked about on the Terror Table, but uh, Nightwolf shows up and uh, attacks Liu Kang in Annihilation as like an actual like Timberwolf or whatever. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, but then he like slowly like morphs into his like human character. But as he does it, he's like half wolf or whatever like he, he looks kind of werewolf-esque mm. and the special effect for like being 97 or whatever in like a certainly a reduced budget version like you're not getting um uh steven spielberg cgi mm. yeah. money on on this type of movie but like the transformation effect actually looked pretty good during that that's good that yeah scene. so yeah always something to look out for yeah yeah um yeah, so uh, it says Nightwolf. These are like new characters. Ermac, Chinook. Um, I don't remember what mm. Chinook looks like, though. Mm. Shiva, who... Oh, and Shiva's Sindel. like a forearm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lady. Um, and yeah, she, uh, Sindel, mm -hmm. she is... Um, she's from the OC, that actress. Oh, she's, weird. Yeah, she's uh, Marissa's mom. Oh, my God. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just looked her up. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. wild. Because uh, I saw her in the trailer. I didn't even notice. That's crazy. Yeah. Because they do her. Uh, Smoke is in it. I always like Smoke a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, and Baraka. Mm -hmm. um, oh, my and, God. When Baraka shows up, he's got, like, the craziest, like, prosthetic head that <laughs> you could ever imagine. And then he's got the uh, the blades out of his arms or whatever. Mm. Um, but it's still, I remember being oh, I just so saw excited picture. for that back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's creepy looking. Um, 
Yeah, so one of the the things for, for when I was watching the trailer for Annihilation was I remember really liking the characters that it showed. Uh, I think one of the, like, uh, robots is in it, too, like Yellow One. Um, I forget what his name is, though. Same. Um, but I, I liked those characters, and I saw that, it, like, that movie was kind of based more on Mortal Kombat 3, where mm. they actually, like, fight Shao Kahn and stuff, and that's his name, right? Shao Kahn? Yeah, and I remembered I liked those characters so much, and so I, when I was watching the trailer for Annihilation this time, I was like, "Oh, there's so many people I want to see in this." But then I was like, "I remember this movie being really bad." I think it like capitalized on the fact that I was a dumb kid, loved these video games, and I was like, "Oh, there's new characters," and that was a new movie with new characters. That's awesome, mm -hmm. and I wanted to see them, but I didn't really want to watch the movie. So, overall, do you are you glad you watched Annihilation? Well, let me tell you why I watched Annihilation. Oh, please. So I watched, obviously, we had set in stone that we were going to watch the new Mortal Kombat movie and then the 95 one, and um, we'll see what else. Yeah. Um, except when I pulled up uh, the Just Watch app to see where Annihilation would even be streaming, I saw that it had a 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I thought, well, now I gotta watch this. Could it be a 2%er? Oh and my God. No, like it's not 2%. Not like, there are certainly worse movies than that. But, um, damn, 2% seems awfully low. Like, it's very much a, like, dumb action movie mm -hmm. from the 90s, but. Man, two percent seems like way, way low. Interesting. Uh, and I'm not saying like the performances or the special effects are like high quality, or honestly even good. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's still a like very much a watchable and like fun movie from like a nostalgic point. Right of view, on. Okay. You know. So would you recommend uh, it to me in particular? I, I check would, it out. I would say so, just because you've watched the the '95 one, yeah. and this is like a good. Um, Hmm. Good is a strong word. Um, this <laughs> is like, I don't want to oversell it. <laughs> this is what you would call the next movie in sequence. Um, but it is, it is like it a, is a, a sequel. Fun, it is a it sequel. Is a, you you can't, can't say, say that. It's not. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like it's a fun movie to watch, cool especially to see. for the the, the fights mm -hmm. in it um, and the way they use some of the like the like techno music like behind it. It, it just works so well. Like shout Fair out enough. to the editors of the. Uh, the fight scenes because damn it looks fucking good and like yeah. especially like the choreography of of some of the fights even though there's a lot of like wire work you can tell um it still looks pretty good and mm -hmm. you can tell there was a lot of planning that went into those scenes but man yeah it, it was fun i i don't regret watching it i'm glad i watched all three awesome mm -hmm. well i you mentioned this morning that you'd watched all three um i have the first one and then the new one was on HBO Max. I didn't realize until I looked it up this morning that it was all, that Annihilation was also on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. um, so I did start it briefly, but I was trying to like read some other things to prepare for the podcast. And I I was like, you know what? I'm not going to watch this right now. I'd really just rather get Brent's opinion on it and kind of hear what oh, he has yeah. to say. I thought you were going to more like rip it to shreds, to be honest. I my memory of it was so much worse than the 95 original movie that I was like, this is going to be crap or whatever. It might have some good characters to see them mm -hmm. at least. Uh, it might have some good fights or whatever, but otherwise. But now I'm like, you know what? I will check that out. So uh, might as I, well. If Liu Kang wasn't such a like strong character in mm -hmm. Annihilation, that could totally change things. But gotcha. since I liked him so much in the first movie and he carries that through to the, the sequel, mm -hmm. uh, I think that works for me. And that's totally. what keeps it 
uh, palatable for me. Well, I mean, that totally sells it for me because, like mm. I said, he's my my favorite part of the first one. So mm-hmm. um, at least he's the same, you know, actor and stuff. We'd be able to carry it through, and I think I would mm-hmm. like him as well. I was also yeah. looking up the guy who plays Shao Kahn, Brian Thompson is his name. <laughs> um, he uh, he got a, he, he, I think he had one of his very first roles was um, one of the punks in uh, the Terminator that he like takes the clothes from, but he looks like a big, like Schwarzenegger looking dude. Um, and I was like, I know his, he's another like character actor. I know his face. I couldn't remember what he's in. Um, he's like an alien bounty hunter in X-Files. Um, and he pops up like randomly a lot. And I was like, Oh my God, he's great in X-Files. It's so funny. He didn't talk really ever, but, uh, he's a good, like imposing force, kind of like Arnold is in the Terminator and everything. Mm -hmm. But, uh, again, in the trailer, uh, watching him, with like the skull face mask and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It looked so silly. There was a scene where they had him talking and the way that his mouth, his actual mouth would come out and talk below the other thing. It just made it, it made the skull on top of his face look like buck teeth. Yeah. And it just looked like so fucking stupid, like just really mm-hmm. silly, you know? Uh, but was he, was he okay? And the, uh, there was like just brief clips of him in the trailer. Was, was he okay as like a villain? No. Uh, at the end of the 95 movie, you see, like, CGI version of Shao Kahn, like, up in the sky. He's, like, in the, the clouds yeah. or smoke or whatever. And you With can Mufasa. tell, like, mm-hmm. he's got, like, a skull face. Like, he almost looks like Skeletor, like, mm. in that. And I was like, oh, well, I don't think he looks like that in Annihilation, but I will start that immediately after this. So Amazing. I guess I'll find out. But no, like you said, it does. It's like a weird, dumbass helmet. Yeah. With a like, a pro- <laughs> it's almost like you know how you could buy those glasses with like a fake nose on yeah. it. Yeah. It's like that, but with like a, the skull. top part of a skull face, and that's what he he wears. But he doesn't wear it all the time. Like there's sometimes <laughs> where he's like in uh, leisure mode, where he's just wearing his like normal outfit outside of his cape and helmet. And you just see his like regular human face. And that's one thing that's so weird to me is they uh, the the outworld people often refer to humans as being almost like they're not human themselves, even though they're just straight up humans. They're, I know you are essentially <laughs> humans, you know, you know, I worry about that. Like Shao Kahn and Liu Kang have a pretty standard fight, like kind of like Shang Tsung and Liu Kang mm. at the end of 95 where they're fighting. I thought Shang Tsung would be way more powerful. Yeah. But no, it's just like they're both punching each other and having the exact same effect on each other physically, just, you know? He's just Loki. He's just like yeah. changing shapes. Yeah. And being like, did I did I fool you? Nope. Mm-hmm. All right, here's a punch. Yeah. There's not yeah. much to it. Yeah, yeah. Not as formidable as you'd expect. No. Um, so, like, I could see, like, it'd be one thing if, like, if Liu Kang fought like Thor or whatever to bring him up again, but mm-hmm. you know Thor is like a, a god; he's way more powerful. Um, but he it but it'd be like if Liu Kang punched Thor and Thor immediately started bleeding from the face. You know, like, one of oh, those okay. things. Yeah, Thor's it's just a oh, he's just equally dude. as powerful. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just from like an old. You're from the upside down essentially. Yeah. Is okay. What you're telling me. Yeah. Weird. Oh, that's okay. so scary. Well, yeah. I'm going to throw you down on some spikes that popped out of foil, clearly. <laughs> I love that scene. Yeah. Because <laughs> they slowly come up throughout the whole logo, and I was like, it's, it looks pretty cool. With the, and the logo, though, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, how they yeah. only show up on the dragon part. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's really funny how they, like, slowly come up. And it cuts to them, like, 12 times. Yeah, I know. It'll, like, cut back and forth with the fight and that. It's really funny. Um, Damn. Uh, so, yeah, that, I'm... To recap, I'm glad uh, you watched Annihilation, so now I'll, I'll kind of mm-hmm. watch that. For me, 
Um, I want to talk more about the the new movie and everything, but after yeah. watching the new movie and then watching the original movie, I had such a good time with both of those, and they both surprised me, especially the original movie, that I was actually any good at all, and then I was like, I kind of loved this, that I was like, I don't want to ruin it with Annihilation, but now I'm in the mood for just, like, more Mortal Kombat, uh, which is why I'm, like, desperately searching for how to play this game somewhere, because I don't have, like, a console anymore, and uh, so I'm like, I want more of it, so so that sounds cool. Um, but, uh, so for the new one, yeah, we've been talking about all these different characters, uh, the new one has a brand new lead you had mentioned earlier, Cole Young, uh, played mm-hmm. by Louis Tan. Um, uh, Louis Tan. So Mad he's, respect. He's, he's from something awesome. else too. I or a few things that I was looking he, he, into. He's been he's uh, been in a couple of things. First time I saw him, he was in Iron Fist, I believe, season yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. He he was the highlight, and like anytime anybody spoke oh, nice. highly of that show, they spoke of his character, which is like a <laughs> drunken kung fu type of character. Cool. And he like the choreography in that scene with him was so fucking good. And then it was so good that everybody was like, "Oh, they should have just made him Iron Fist." And <laughs> I guess, ouch! Like, there's there's a, a a statement to be made there about a an Asian character being the lead of a, a martial arts show. But that said, like, Iron Fist, like, if you just like swap the actors, he still would have had to deliver all the same dialogue and like. Oh yeah. There there are further problems than just like the casting of the actor of that, gotcha. that series it was just like i en- i enjoyed it for what it was but like uh, it was it was not great yeah that said uh he later went on to be shatterstar in deadpool yeah. tool 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 deadpool 2 yeah yeah um and he didn't last long there either so like yeah, the, right. the two times that i recall seeing him it was just short appearances but uh but he like yeah. stood out at least uh, especially in iron fist yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. I was like, I saw those things. He's barely in Deadpool 2, like the whole team is. Um, so I was like, I don't really remember him from that necessarily. But um, I did like him in, in Mortal Kombat. Um, I, the first time I watched it, oh, I didn't even said the first time I watched the new Mortal Kombat. Uh, so you and I had recorded that uh, podcast for the Terry Table on mm-hmm. Thursday night with Mitch. And we ended at about like 11.30. I think we finally called it off. Yeah, that's right. And we'd all been kind of drinking during that, just having a good time, because you guys had had bad work days and stuff, and yep. we were just having a good time on the podcast. And then uh, after that, I was like, you know what? Like, I, I was off on Friday. I um, had had my shot earlier that day. I wasn't feeling bad yet. I felt I would probably feel bad on Friday. So if I wanted to get any partying out of the way, I might as well do it Thursday night while I still felt good. So mm-hmm. I looked and I was like, just like Justice League, the uh, Snyder Cut came out. I was like, I looked at HBO Max and I was like, I mean, it only comes out at two o'clock. That's not too far away. <laughs> so Brent, okay. I watched that movie at two in the morning, Friday oh morning, God. after we recorded that podcast. Um, I, I just kept drinking. Uh, I ended up eat, making and eating an entire frozen pizza. Um, oh, and it was damn. a blast. It was all by myself, you know, in the middle of the night. And it was really Did fun. Did you watch it? Did you watch it all the way through? Not all the way through, though. I finally okay. got tired. I probably went to bed like at 3.30, but I didn't watch an hour and a half of it even. I kind of paused it here and there, but um, I made it through. I can't remember really where I stopped, um, but essentially, like, I think that I got through whenever Kung Lao died, maybe. Okay. Um, which is pretty, like, far into the movie. Like, they've, you know, they, they understand everything. They've gotten to, like, training and stuff. Mm-hmm. And up until that point, I was having so much fun with it. And mm-hmm. it was great. And it was a great way to watch it. I really like enjoy just staying up late sometimes like like I yeah. used to and, and just, you know, letting it go. Um, but that said, then the next day I got up and I watched it early in the morning 
and it was a fun like kind of Friday morning cartoon. But um, that's that's the point that I realized uh, once I got up and I watched the finale of it and stuff. I was like, when are they getting to the fucking tournament? (laughs) You know, and uh, I've heard that's a big complaint about this movie. People are like, they never actually get to the Mortal Kombat tournament. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of a problem. And I felt that way because up until the point I watched it, I was all down for it because I thought they were just getting to the tournament. And then I realized like, oh, when I started again, I was like, I'm pretty close to the end of this. They're not going to be able to get there over any Mm -hmm. meaning. And uh, and so it was kind of a letdown. Overall, I ended up liking the story and stuff, how it played out. And I did have fun with it. Um, But it did kind of take a turn there that I didn't expect. I I really thought it wasn't just going to play out like. Shang Tsung was just trying to derail everything the whole time and attack them elsewhere. Um, I was like, oh, eventually they're going to get there. And uh, it felt kind of like it was setting it up for just more sequels in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like Shang Tsung just like gets away at the end, right? And then Raiden's like, well, we'll live to fight another day. And I was like, you sure will, because this is probably going to make some money and then you guys will come back, mm-hmm. hopefully. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was interesting that way. Um, what about your uh, your kind of experience watching that did you watch them all in a row then with or you said you watched that one first yeah i I watched that one first and then because i just wanted to get that one out of the way for Mm -hmm. sure i I definitely wanted to have that that, because i'd seen the other two and i thought you know what this is going to be a weird experience to watch this newer one with like yeah what i would assume would be better cinematography and everything and Mm -hmm. uh, spoilers confirmed yeah uh cinematography is better in those ones yeah um and i like the casting of uh more asian leads in this this series Uh, i think that's appropriate um but yeah like man there's problems with like the music and like the score not that it was like bad necessarily Mm -hmm. but it was just like i'm just so it's so ingrained in me to have this like weird 90s techno yeah mortal comp like (laughs) it's part of it mortal combat related you know and it just gets you like fucking pumped that's why when we do pop culture combat we have that that mortal combat right just throughout that entire segment it's just (laughs) that's why there's a 10 hour version out there of it right exactly yeah literally for that reason yeah you could you could start like if it took you an hour to get to work every day and then like also an hour to get home, you could listen to that entire 10 hour version of Mortal Kombat <laughs> Over the week. That, the t- as soon as you get in your car until <laughs> like you get home, you know, just keep your earbuds in. I love it. But um, damn. Yeah. Like um, without well, that, though, well, in the new movie, yeah, it kind of it's kind of lacking something that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was like a, an important piece of the puzzle to me. Yeah. Uh, which is surprising because like. I typically don't pay attention to like music, mm. especially scores and in, in film. Sure. Um, when we were on the terror table the other day, Mitch mentioned something about the score to something. I don't mm, know. That's how sure. little I pay attention to scores. <laughs> like even when somebody brings it up, I tune out. I guess. <laughs> but uh, I just like, and it never even occurred to me. I was like, oh yeah, that's a thing that people pay attention to. Oh yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people don't pay attention to lettering in comics. This is like my version of that, where I'm just like, oh, the score, there's the music in the, and the music in the, in the movie. <laughs> That's um, a good comparison, though, yeah, I think. Yeah. But it's like, it, it's very important, and you'd miss it mm-hmm. if it was gone, but you'd like, don't focus on it or whatever. Yeah, for yeah. the most part. Unless it's like a, an overall theme. Mm-hmm. Um, so like Indiana Jones, like I can hear yeah. my head right away, or Star Wars, or uh, iconic, the Avengers yeah. theme, or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but yeah, like for the most part, I don't, I don't ever pay attention. I know some people are like, oh, the score is trying to get you to feel a certain way about something. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's how the works. And it's in the background. And I don't care. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Uh, yeah. The, the new one, though, um, 
I don't. It's like they use parts of it, the old stuff throughout, but it's like they've remixed it. And like the way we talked about in the, in the credits, they use that a little bit. Um, but it didn't bother me. Some some parts of the the new score, they're just like a regular score, but like they were okay. Like there were, there was some a moment I watched earlier during like a fight, and I was like, oh, that was a cool like moment in the music that matched mm-hmm. like this one. I think it was in the the um, Goro fight, um, mm-hmm. uh, like in his yard, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, and it was. Some of that was interesting too, like the different locales. I, I was really waiting for them to get the tournament because the original movie does that so well, and they fight kind of before that, but then they get there and they have all these different like places they can fight. And some of the production design in the original movie is really good. Like um, uh, Johnny Cage gets pulled in by Scorpion, I think it is, to go like fight in this thing, and there's just all these like uh, scaffolding everywhere, basically. This old like wooden scaffolding, and like it's fi- this yeah. room is like filled with it. It looks like incredible. And it's like they put a lot of production on that. And then this one, it's like, we're going to fight outside this cabin between this garage. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. is this a new setting? Yeah. Uh, but it was like, it's OK. Like they, you know, yeah, some of the stuff is uh, it's all right how they played it out. But I I was OK with that up until a point because I thought they were getting somewhere and they never mm-hmm. got anywhere. Um, so it eventually kind of bothered me. But. Um, I oh feel like God. I'm even shitting on the movie more than I thought, though. I really had fun with it, you know? Yeah, same. So. Uh, I'm, I'm just picking nits, really. Yeah. Uh, but, Steven, speaking of Johnny Cage in that 95 movie, mm. the the scene immediately before that where he's fighting Scorpion in that, like, row of trees or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, first of all, like, the, the two previous fights, the one with uh, Sonya Blade and then before that, Liu Kang, um, it's a tournament, so there's, like, spectators out there, like, watching them fight mm. or whatever. They're, like, fighting in sand. Yeah. And, uh... They, they fight hard. in essentially the same locale. Uh, Shang Tsung is there eating popcorn, you know, mm-hmm. potentially masturbating. I don't know what he's into. He's got a big but robe. He's he's sitting there and, and flip flops, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he's like watching them fight. And then like when it's time for Johnny Cage to fight, it's just like they're out in a remote location with nobody watching. Yeah, so right. So I guess just like whoever shows up at the end, not dead, <laughs> is the winner. But, but it looked cool. The, it looked cool, and especially yeah. the scene where they're like fighting in the row of trees. Oh my god, Steven, yeah. I've always wanted to go to a place like that. I oh, think it would yeah. be so fun to just like walk through. It's like, oh, you can walk this way for a while, and then you walk that way. Oh, it'd be so much fun. They actually had pretty good cinematography on, on that scene in particular, because mm-hmm. it's like the, the row of trees, but they're, they're all planted so well uh, exactly together that there's like a scene where there's like a tree directly behind him, and you can see sort of a V backwards down the yeah. rows instead yeah. of like a straight shot. And it was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Some of that stuff was like actually pretty inventive, and it really felt like the game. Like the game has some really cool locales that you fight in, and then you'll yeah. like, you'll like be blasted into another one. Like you'll be uh, you know like an uppercut or whatever, and like you go into a new floor. And they they did that. Like it's like they're fighting in the trees. I think it's like there's some portal or something like that that Scorpion gets him in, and he like he's like doing his high kick, Johnny Cages, and or his like flying kick, and then he like lands on this other place, and that's the one with like the scaffolding. And they're both yeah. like really ex- expansive sets uh, and it looked mm-hmm. pretty rad um, so yeah, they do some some good stuff like that and then the new one uh, again I was just like some of the stuff's okay I, I like the the place that they like train at and stuff and then whenever they get attacked there like that was that was cool especially with Kung Lao doing his awesome fatality and stuff mm-hmm. um, and then uh, Liu Kang does that uh, amazing uh, animality with the dragon and everything to eat that dude yeah, uh, mm-hmm. which looked really cool, and I was down for that. Um, uh, so I, I think they focused more on the. I mean, they had a different story. They focused on it. I don't. I, I liked parts of it. Didn't like parts of it. But uh, they focused more on like the fighting and the kills, 
Uh, and I thought that did really well with that. And super fucking violent and bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, Jax's yeah. arms from Sub-Zero when they get like frozen oh, and stuff yeah. in Naruto. Oh, it was fucking dark. And it's like straight from the video game. Mm-hmm. Um, they did some cool stuff with that. So, yeah, they really they really did some awesome things with it for sure. Mm-hmm. In the new one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like other big kills in in the new one. Um, yeah. Um, I know. I know. Uh, Louis Tan's character killed Goro. Um, he like yeah. he generated that armor or whatever. Let's talk about the and, armor. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it. What does it? <laughs> what? So <laughs> I was thinking about this. You know how like in um, the MCU, uh, let's take uh, Black Panther for example. Like mm-hmm. when he shows up in Civil War, I was shocked to find out that that character is essentially like fully CGI when mm-hmm. he has his helmet on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, like they they filmed Chadwick Boseman in a costume, but then they went back and later added like CGI to it, so it's like tight form fitting or whatever. Yeah. I thought, boy, that's kind of a weird approach. Like if there's folds in the fabric or whatever, is it really that big of a deal? Um, I can I can say after watching this movie, uh, kind of yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it seems like his character Cole, uh, Louis Tan's character Cole, when he has the armor like woven onto his body, it's in such a way that it's like like tight form fitting armor. But then like there's a point where like at the end of the movie where he's fighting Sub Zero and like Scorpion shows up, that like you can see like the like fold in his cloth, and it just makes it seem like it's like oh he's just wearing like. A sublimated T-shirt, essentially. It's just like, well, I, I guess so. That's like cool. A, kind of a hot yeah, topic. I mean, kind of took me out of it there for a second. Yeah. Like, I don't know, a little bit weird, but, um, like, I, I kind of like the general idea of it, but it seemed like it only had abilities when he was fighting Goro, when mm. Goro was beating on him and, like, his armor was absorbing it, and you could see that, like, red pulsing yeah. underneath his armor, and then he, uh, he finally did his, like, uppercut thing and give himself the advantage there but like later on when he was fighting Sub-Zero it seems like his armor could have absorbed some of those blows as well mm. but it was just like uh, yeah but we're not doing that right now it was a thing between he and Scorpion so that's probably what a, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What added to my confusion about him as well like what that was uh, I had looked yeah. up online to be like what is exactly happening and the people were mm-hmm. like well he's getting hit and the, the thing is absorbing it and then giving him that power back so when he hits Goro, it's hitting with Goro's power. Yeah, he's like Bishop from the X-Men. There you he go, yeah. damage and, was, and gives uh, it back. I was like, I didn't get that. When I watched it, I didn't quite understand that. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. because I was drunk. Uh, but uh, I also kept thinking more was going to happen with him. I thought the yeah. entire point of his character was to turn into Scorpion. And then he <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> when he, when it was his very confusing. Str- when his armor started to generate on his body, it was like that yellow yeah. of Scorpion's armor. I was like, oh, here we go. Sweet. But then it like stopped. I was like, well, he's got to, I guess he's got to <laughs> get punched a couple more times and he's yeah. going to get that cowl on his head. But no, he didn't. Oh, that'd be he just funny. Like, he Could you like, see me in the gen- shoulder? I need a cowl. Yeah. Yeah. I, please help. I'm, al- I'm almost dressed. But um, he generated those like tonfas, those little mm. like billy club looking things. And I was like, okay, I guess that's cool. And then he, like, cuts off Goro's hand, and then, like... Yeah. He kills him or whatever. And, like, generally speaking, I I guess I liked his, his, like, character and his, like, whole thing. But, like, I don't know. Like, part of it... I wonder if I watched it a second time if I would, like, mm. feel better about it. But, like, the whole time, 
It's kind of like when I talked about I care a lot. Like somebody mm-hmm. said, the end of the movie has a twist, and it doesn't. It just like has a resolution, like yeah, any yeah. other story that's told. I kept expecting there to be a twist with this character, and it just never happened. I was like, oh, okay, that's a little bit disappointing. But now that I know it is just like a wholly new character, maybe it, like upon a second rewatch, it would uh, it would go a little bit smoother for me. But yeah, it's kind of weird. Like you've got a whole. A plethora of characters from which to so, choose, so weird. you know? Yeah. Yeah. There's Why so not? many to choose from. There's so many to choose from. Uh. Why don't I just make him <laughs> second Scorpion? Also, like, <laughs> I guess I was a little bit confused with, like, Sub-Zero being the villain between mm. Scorpion and, and Sub-Zero. Yeah, um, I was confused by I, that, too. I thought, like, in the lore that Scorpion was the bad one, and mm-hmm. then, like, Sub-Zero was, like, kind of like the the... The hero between the two yeah i don't know like i don't i don't know like all the uh the history between those characters and everything but i guess that was my general feeling yeah in in annihilation isn't it like his brother so as soon as his brother comes in or something like that wasn't that right yeah he shows up and he's there for a little bit and then he's not oh i don't remember what happened to him yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember that in the games it was like because he has his mask off and he has like a scar or something on his face i think yeah uh, and they're like, oh, it's his he brother. He just saw the Lion King, and he's like, this seems like a good plan for me. <laughs> I should do this myself. Oh. Be prepared. <laughs> um, but um, I, one of the things that I was looking it up, they were saying that's, I think that's one of the things in the last few games that has changed is that Scorpion has become more of the hero of them. And so I'm like, okay, okay, well, maybe that's just a new thing. But I always remember it being like, Scorpion was the bad one. Um, I didn't really know that they were enemies. But then when I watched the original Mortal Kombat after watching the new one, Sha- uh, Shang Tsung even says that. He's like, the bitterest of enemies that are under my control. That's yeah. why they're there. And I was like, why do they dress the same? Like, you'd yeah. imagine that they started off as like brothers or something. You know, yeah. part of the same clan. But then in, I like the stuff they added with like the history of them, with like in the beginning of this new Mortal Kombat, where it's like... Yeah. 4,000 years ago and like their village gets attacked and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Um, I don't know if any of it's like canon or if they kind of change things or not. Um, But yeah, I I was kind of weirded out overall, but then I'm like, I'm down for this new role. Like Scorpion's the good guy and Sub-Zero's the bad guy because the new guy clearly is going to become this coal guy is clearly become Scorpion. Like he's going to harness the power of his ancestor. His ancestor's giving him this tool, uh, his get over here stick or his get over here rope. uh, And he's like, you know, here's your thing, and he's gonna become that. And then he never did, and all Cole's thing is is he has this like suit that can generate these weapons. And it was just so lackluster. So like you said, like maybe rewatching it though kinda help, but um mm-hmm. it it felt like that's exactly where they're leading, and then they were like, That's the twist, is they're not. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. What happened? You know? <laughs> yeah. It was kinda weird. It was cool seeing the original Scorpion you know, from 4,000 years ago, fight mm. Sub-Zero and stuff and, like, breathe the fire on him and everything. Like, that was that was neat. And the original Mortal Kombat movie, uh, they kill Scorpion by throwing water at him, which creates a giant icicle that stabs him in the stomach. And I just kept thinking during that, like, he is Sub-Zero. Why would ice kill him? Uh, it seems kind of counterintuitive, yeah. even that yeah. he's, like, surprised. And the new one, I'm like, yes, you can melt ice. That makes total sense. Uh, that that would be the way to kill him is to have him get his face melted off by Scorpion. Um, mm-hmm. But then the whole time that they're cool fighting, Cole's and t- the main character of the whole movie, Cole, his whole thing is just punching blocks of ice to get his wife and daughter out. And it just yeah. cuts to him over and over again, just punching ice. And it's like, what is happening? 
Yeah, so why weird. not generate the tonfas at that point yeah. and just really like chisel them out of there, you know? Doesn't make any sense. I saw people online no. saying too that like they should have just had him be um, Johnny Cage. Like yeah. down on his luck. He's an MMA fighter now. Used to be a martial artist. We go on yeah, a journey, he, you know? When he said he was going to Hollywood, I was like, oh, is he going to be Johnny Cage? I know. And then at the very <laughs> end of the movie, become, yeah. it, it has like a poster for Johnny Cage mm -hmm. as if that's going to be like a big setup. But then again, I watched this before watching the 95 movie. I was like, do people like Johnny Cage? Yeah, right. kind of like a douchebag. It'd be like if <laughs> if there was like a Street Fighter movie and you had like Ryu in there. It's like, I'm going to America. And then it has like a tease for Ken. But it's like, you're kind of like Ken and Ryu are pretty much the same character. But yeah. Ryu is like way better and cooler. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, uh, this seems like a downgrade, let's, you know? Let's tease this for the sequel. We're going to get worse. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. then you said like Johnny Cage kind of grew on you for the original movie. Um, really I wonder who they it, would yeah. cast as that if they, you know, are able to make a sequel for this. That could that could work. But mm -hmm. uh, it felt to me like sidelining Liu Kang um, uh, and then making his character like have a big death, you know, arc and his family and stuff like that makes total sense. But then he's not the main character. They have this new guy who doesn't really have a connection to anything and he's not becoming Scorpion. Um, and then he, I don't know, like, I, I just wish it could have been different that way. Um, mm -hmm. pick, pick a lane either way, it's fine. He becomes Scorpion, cool, keep, keep Cole. If not, make it just Liu Kang. I love your idea of just him not realizing he's Liu Kang. Mm -hmm. Um, as a part of that, that'd be cool. Um, or some version of that kind of story, you know, but it, uh, it was, it was okay. It kind of fizzled for me with the story as it played out. But then when I, I was fast forwarding through it today and kind of remembering the story and stuff, I was kind of okay with it. So I think on a, on a rewatch, mm -hmm. like you said, it, it might be just fine, but yeah. it, it seems like they have so many to choose from. Why are you just making this brand new character? Who's not even that yeah. cool. His powers aren't that cool. Yeah. So yeah. Or at least not consistent the way they're not portrayed. consistent. Yeah. Cause he's like absorbing all these blows from Goro. And then again, later when he fights in the movie, it's just, something they forgot about or yeah i don't know i don't know it's kind of a weird script but i do think that if i were like a 12 or 13 year old i'd be like oh this is high art you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah especially with like within a, a month you're getting the snyder cut kong versus godzilla and oh yeah good Mortal combat oh my god holy shit like my little like 12 12 year old brain would have mm. just burned out of its skull at this point you know that's true yeah, yeah. and hbo max just really knocking out of the park for sure they really are. Uh, just like, they're doing really and well. We still have like another, what, eight months of this? Like, yeah. Warner has promised that all of the, the theatrical releases are hitting HBO Max, you know, this year. Oh, so that's great. So far, I'm digging it. Like, yeah. this is all like cool stuff to me. Like, I like it. Like, e even if it's like kind of just okay, like, I don't know that I necessarily would have rushed out to theaters to watch this movie, mm -hmm. you know, outside of like, you know, us doing it for the show or whatever. Yeah. Um, Not like Godzilla versus Kong, which I would have been oh out there my for, God. right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But this one's like, I'll probably, I would probably wait till video. Yeah. Yeah. For this type as well. Mm -hmm. I'm with um, you. That, that said, like, I would watch a sequel to this because again, like oh, yeah. characters are established. I feel like they kind of know what worked and what didn't mm -hmm. uh, as far as like, you know, the, the violence and, and all of that stuff. Um, Got to change that theme song. Holy shit. Just yeah. go back to the original. Fuck. Jesus Christ. This yeah. was this was rough. We need a Snyder cut with that for this. Someone just like fix the music on this one and be like, 
man, this this six star movie just went up to seven stars. Mm-hmm. It really needed yeah. that. Um, you got you got to get that that uh, original theme in four by three. Um, that's the only way oh, it's yeah. gonna preserve the original intent. Intent of, of the film. My life. Yeah. <laughs> you need to really feel the power of Shao Kahn. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Uh, and Goro for sure. Um, so that is, yeah, that is funny. I didn't even think about there not being an actual tournament. It's just like people training for a thing. You know. Uh, yeah, because it's like they're training that. and then they're being attacked before the tournament. Like, yeah. they're cheating. The the bad side's cheating to get them. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I saw more people like complaining about it online. But it was mm-hmm. because, like, I watched the first, you know, more than half of it. And then, like, first, like, two thirds. And I was like, yeah, they're going to get there eventually. This is great. And then when they'd never get there, I was like, wait a second. Where is the Mortal Kombat? Like, they've yeah. been <laughs> fighting the whole time. Uh, we didn't really talk about it. They have, like, that whole sequence where they basically, after uh, Kung Lao dies, they're all, like, split up. And they're like, we're going to take each person and kill them. But they, again, they're not doing the tournament. They're just like, like Sony Blade just goes home and Kano's there and they fight and she kills him and then mm-hmm. like they all just like pick you know their person or whatever and uh, and it was it was kind of cool but it also was just it felt like a, a weird fighting montage so like let's just get through this real quick and it's like this yeah. this entire thing is built on a tournament that you could just <laughs> have that's the story like that's easy enough to like do that but they were yeah. trying to just you know do something different that's cool um, it worked it worked in some levels and didn't on some levels I, I agree with you I hope with a sequel they'd be able to got a course correct on some things but for the most mm-hmm. part i think this was a really decent movie and i had a lot of fun watching it um yeah. there's been a lot of mixed reviews online some people i follow are like it really fucking sucks and some people are like i don't care if it sucks it's awesome did you see this chick get cut in half by a saw blade hat uh yeah. what's not to love <laughs> and i'm kind of in that camp you know yeah uh, at this point so mm-hmm. yeah i think the only reason i'm uh nitpicking on the new movie is because we I mean we're doing like a two hour show like sure yeah you gotta fill that stuff to discuss but like overall I I enjoyed it I thought the the opening of the movie with uh, the 4,000 years ago and um, setting up the rivalry between Mm. Scorpion and Sub-Zero I thought that was really well done Um, yeah that might have been like the uh, probably like the most artistic part of the movie yeah I think and then especially bringing it back at the end um, I thought the the fight there at the end with Scorpion and Sub Zero, and then um, Cole's character. I thought, or I guess his name is Cole, Louis mm-hmm. Tan's character, Cole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I thought when they they fought at the end, it was kind of just, it was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't have like the impact that I I wanted it to. Yeah. I guess uh, maybe it's because, like you said, Cole was just like punching ice at the yeah, end of the it movie. Just seems lackluster, right? It was, it was like a bonus level in Street Fighter where you have to like fuck up that car, you know? <laughs> you just gotta like punch that car. He's like over there punching, punching his family members out of ice. I know it's the wrong franchise, but that's the story. You know that, yeah. right? I guess in, in uh, Mortal Kombat they had like. Wouldn't you have to like punch through like wood blocks or something like that on the bonus levels? Maybe, like, yeah. That little like meter that was rise up and down yeah, and hit the time right. right? Yeah, yeah. And then like you punch through an anvil. Yeah. That's, huh. that's a way to heighten it, you know? Maybe that's what they were like, real fans will know why he's punching ice. Yeah. <laughs> like, they should have, like, Mortal Kombat as a, a franchise is just, like, so bonkers sometimes. They should have yeah. just gotten real weird. It's like, Luke King must punch through 11 walruses. What? Okay, what? fuck it. <laughs> One of write. them is Justin Long. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
it predicted the uh-huh. uh, Kevin Smith movie. It did. It did. Um, so I don't know about like uh, if I would give like stars or our old rating system to each movie, but uh, um, ranking them. Um, oh would you okay. want to do that? Like just between the three of them? Oh, wow. Boy, this could be hard because yeah. there are things I like from each of them and stuff I don't like about each of mm-hmm. them. I wish I, like I said, I wish I could just like take them all together, put them in a blender and just like pick out the elements yeah, that right. I like, which is probably not a good way to do that, to not blend it up and mix everything together finally. <laughs> uh, I'm going to walk that one back. I wish I could just like, you know, pluck out different characters or, or themes yeah. or whatever. Um, I do like the idea of a beachy tur- uh, yeah, tournament from the first movie mm-hmm. where they all just show up at this island. They have like a nice ocean breeze, you know? Oh, yeah. Fighting by the sand. Um, it's a good way man. to die. A good way to die. Mm-hmm. Wow. Man. Yeah, this is difficult. Interesting. I like this. Be- yeah. Because they're like, yeah. I know we've rated like or ranked uh, different franchises uh-huh. as to like what's the best and worst like especially like star wars right oh yeah um, somehow that was like easier to me and there's like so many more options I know. <laughs> but this is simply just three yeah um hmm wow this is hard because like nostalgia plays such a factor in this especially I when i was watching that second movie annihilation there are so many music cues where people were fighting where I just immediately, like I listened to the shit out of the Annihilation soundtrack. Oh, nice. There were points where I was listening to uh, or watching Annihilation and there's a, a scene in that movie um, where Sonya fights, um, I can't think of the character's name, but she she's almost like Katana, but she uses size. Uh, is that Melina? Maybe. Could it have been? I don't know. I used to know all these character names. Yeah. Now I just, I have no clue um, outside of the main cast. Yeah, Melina. She's like Melina, pink. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they're fighting. They, of course, you know, it's two leading female ladies, mm. you know, fighting. So they're going to fight in mud at a certain point, right? <laughs> it's pretty fucking hot. Of course. But they're, they're, they're fighting over the song Genius by this band called Pitch Shifter that I used to be fucking obsessed with. Mm. And I was so into it. Like, that is a 10 out of 10 movie at that point for me. Nice. Just because it's like two babes fighting in mud to this fantastic song that I fucking love. And it's on my running playlist. Yes. Oh, wow. Checking off all of the boxes, yeah. you know. Um, but like the rest of the movie is like basically not good. Yeah. Um, outside of the, the fighting, but like, man, so some of the I highlights are so good though. Yeah. They're the like shit elevates that is it, yeah, good yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the stuff that works specifically for me. Um, there's stuff I like in all of them. Damn. <laughs> I did I not expect know. this to be this hard for you. I love it. Yeah, it is like, I think the cinematography and the, the new movie and like the CGI obviously yeah, looks better. Better. Yeah. Um, but that's not like some of the characters not really worth it right like that that's so excusable in an old movie that yeah. I'm okay with that so it's like hard to be mm-hmm. like well this one looks so much better I'm like well yeah. yeah but the characters and like this one looks like the video game so much more you know so like yeah that could be cooler for you and it might mm-hmm. not look as realistic or the CGI is not as good but they look pretty kick-ass still you know so it still holds yeah. up that way and like the costumes like back in 95 and then in annihilation they were just like fuck it just make them wear spandex I don't oh care. yeah so really went into it you gotta breathe. but it looks like but it looks like the characters from the source material like video game right yeah. so it's mm-hmm. just it, it is what it is yeah um damn i don't know the, i they're you can't they're rank all, them especially with my brain being so deteriorated sure. from yesterday 
and uh, watching them all like back to back to back like that um it's all just one big soup for me it's one so, big movie and you loved it, it uh, I, yeah for the most part yeah <laughs> there were ebbs and flows for each of them but uh like generally speaking overall i think they were fun and i would very much uh, welcome a sequel to this newest movie yeah i, think. I agree um i think that would be a lot of fun especially you've got a lot of heavy lifting with like establishing the characters out of the way yeah. and maybe that next movie is just like they're finally at the tournament and then you just have them fight yeah. a bunch of like newer characters we haven't seen um in this new iteration of mortal kombat films um maybe bring in baraka at this point you know mm-hmm. and make him look cooler than he did in annihilation <laughs> i don't know that's not one of the characters you'd pull out of that one to bring in another one uh, uh yeah I I, uh, I agree. I think a sequel would be really good because that, like you said, that Sub-Zero fight at the end of this this one was kind of like it was like a lackluster ending. Um, he basically yeah. is like they were like they split up before that. and They're like, we're going to take this one. You take this one. And they're like, what about Sub-Zero? They're like, we'll get him together. But then Sub-Zero takes his family. And so they have to like he like goes with him to this other place by himself. And then they act like Sub-Zero is going to be this like amazing villain and fight. And he's really not. Uh, like he's definitely cool and he's hard to beat but um, it's so different from the original movie where he dies so early and then um, Goro is like they're like he's been the champion for centuries and he's like Mm -hmm. amazing and then he kills like 18 fucking guys before he even fights Johnny Cage and Johnny Cage Mm -hmm. is all about like tricking him essentially to kill him you know Mm -hmm. and they make it and then like Shang Tsung is like he can like step in so like it fits with like the video game but also like a hierarchy of things of why they're the villains they are even though his fight is kind of lackluster as well at the end of that one i guess mm-hmm. um but in the new one they're like goro is just gone pretty easily by a brand new character um uh, which kind of feels more lackluster in that way like uh overall to me and then they kind of like sub-zero is gonna be like the big bad they all have to get together and fight him and then they really don't and a ghost beats him and then <laughs> they're just like they haven't made it to the tournament and they're like well like mm-hmm. we'll live to fight another day and it feels like the it feels like one half or one third of a movie and they're like really banking on a sequel which i am down for and i, I think if we mm-hmm. got that i would probably look back on this one a little bit better as well on the yeah. story and be like i don't really care they didn't get to the tournament because the second one is like the empire strikes back of mortal kombat and they get to the tournament it's it's crazy and Liu kang dies and whatever yeah. you know like they could go crazy uh, it could be really cool so i definitely think i hope that they get a lot of viewers and box office for what they can right now uh for this and they're able to, to move forward because it'd be really cool to see see more of this for sure so yeah i was definitely a big fan for enough of it to see more um I, ha- having not seen Annihilation in a long time, I think I would probably put that one last anyway. But for me, mm. I loved watching these in a row like we both did where we watched the, the new one and then watched the original. It still holds up. It's really a lot of fun. Um, I think it, it's better to me because of the nostalgia um, that I like that one more, the 95 one, but I will definitely be watching the new one more. Uh, mm-hmm. Like more often, I, I, I'll, I'll watch it again because it, it was really fun. Um, just give it a little breathing room, you know? So, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, overall, man, I had a lot of fun with these and, uh, now I'm just fucking itching to play one of these games. That's uh, funny. Yeah. It'd be so much fun again. So I wonder if they've got like some good iOS versions of any of the Mortal Kombat games, you know? So they, I remembered, I had looked this one up. Uh, I looked up their games the other day and they had actually redone Mortal Kombat three ultimate at, on oh, iOS, wow. like in 2010. 
And I was like, wait a second, I remember that. Um, I don't remember playing it a lot, though. And then when I looked it up, they were like, it was universally panned. Oh, um, no. Characters were missing, like, mechanics were wrong. There was, like, just didn't, like, wasn't the same kind of feeling. But I was like, that's such a cool idea that they tried it, you know? Um, and then Mortal Kombat 11, the new one, just still looks fucking stellar. Um, all the game, tra- like, gameplay trailers and stuff I've seen looks really mm-hmm. cool. But, um, and then, like, I liked how they, like I was saying, they have some of the, like, original movies like character skins that you can adapt on there and that would be really fun to play um yeah. i don't know if there's a way i, I was trying to look though there was a, a version of, like the xbox 360 i had years ago that collected the first three mortal combats um and like up the resolution or whatever i don't know if there's a way to play it now besides like an older one like that but uh i i specifically want to play mortal kombat 3 ultimate and then uh, mm-hmm. the new 11 would be pretty rad so someday yeah. Yeah, I know. Are you going to buy a uh, an Xbox One or a PS5 or anything like that? Not anytime soon, but yeah. um, there's some games on there. Like, I was showing you, what was that one with, like, the DC characters and, like, Ninja Turtles could fight? It was, like, a Mortal Kombat. Injustice. Injustice, the, yeah. Uh, Injustice games, yeah. I just found out about that, and they look great. There's, like, a sequel. Like, they look so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And they need new, new consoles and stuff. But uh, I'm just not super into games. It's so hard for me to spend that much money, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's a, a massive time commitment for it really is, a lot yeah. of that stuff, you know? I'm just not that into uh, games, so... Yeah, I had just bought a, a new iPad recently, mm-hmm. and it came with... Um, not only do you get, like, a year of Apple TV Plus for free, but mm. you also get, like, three months of uh, Apple Arcade yeah, for uh-huh. free. And I thought... Uh, which I had canceled a while back. I, I enjoyed it while I had it, yeah. but, like, Same. I was like, I'm, I'm not getting enough out of this to pay for it regularly. I know. But... Um, <laughs> a no, free three months trial is great. I think so. I right? use it a lot, but then I just... I'm like, I'm not going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's... It's, uh, it's it's difficult for me to, like, sit down and just, like, play a yeah. game or whatever like that, but... I know people yeah. do it all the time and they use it for like relaxation and you know just to like shut their brains off a little bit and just kind of mm-hmm. focus on mashing buttons or whatever but like I don't know I feel like I would get way too consumed on something if I plop down 500 for a, right. a PS5 you know and like 60 bucks per game yeah yeah I really want to play those new Spider-Man movie or movies uh games mm-hmm. I've heard nothing but good things about yep. them but man I would just lose my life over yeah over that you know <laughs> yeah that's true um my brother-in-law has a, a really nice projector and I I believe when he first showed it to me we he played the he has a PS4 I think mm-hmm. um and he played the one of the Spider-Man games and it was awesome uh, it's like a 4k projector so it looked like really great um, yeah. I forget he even has that though. I, I, I'm just not that into games. So I even forget <laughs> that I have like, I know someone that has access to one or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like, I'm, I'm so specific to certain games. Like all I really want to do is play the old Mortal Kombat games. I want to play like Super Mario Kart 64, uh, or Mario Kart 64. I, I like some of the old school stuff stuff. I like some of the n- new school stuff, but like David Hopkins, I think even the other day was mentioning some game. He's like, Oh, I, I, I love this game. I don't want it to end. I've already, I'm 55 hours into it. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't even fathom that. Um, yeah. I've never been into anything that much. Uh, but there's some things that I really like and, uh, they'd be kind of fun to play, but someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, man, this was really fun. Do you have anything else you want to say about the movies and stuff? 
no, I think pretty we've good. pretty much covered all of it. So, yeah, actually, a much longer episode than I expected. Us, I, I appreciate you sticking it through. I hope there's not too oh, much. Sure. Uh, I hope your fever hasn't skyrocketed with all this controversial Mortal Kombat talk today. So very controversial. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah. Um, so uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can contact us and rate and review us on all the things. There's show notes below. You can read that stuff. Who cares? Nobody listens mm-hmm. to this part anyway. I love you all. Uh, wait, what? I do. Uh, hello. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun talking about this. I was really looking forward to watching them. They really delivered. I had a hell of a lot of fun talking about it mm-hmm. with you uh, as well. So um, next week, I think we're just going to do a, a pop culture catch up. But mm-hmm. hopefully after that, we're going to work out a guest coming on the show, which will be fun. So stay tuned. We'll let you know next week what we have planned. But um, there's some other stuff I've been wanting to talk about for a while, too, that I've been catching up on. So that would be fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had a good time today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brett. <laughs>
picture nominees, right? It's my goal, at least. I usually fail, but um, I do like mm. failing at things, so um, that's also a goal of mine. Um, that's the show. <laughs> it's our greatest failure achievement. Yeah. I really love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I haven't, I, I don't even actually know, I don't remember what's like, what's nominated this year. I know the last time I looked at the list when they had announced it or something, it was like I had seen maybe one of the best picture nominees, like I barely seen anything on it. So uh, it's kind of a weird year. It's like everything else. I just didn't really like pay attention to those things. And mm-hmm. then without theaters and, and I really, really wasn't paying attention too much to uh, what was like Oscar worthy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I was more like just shut my brain off in the last year, you know, whatever I could watch and just have fun with more. So I'm yeah. not like, like my brother, Danny, he's a huge Oscar fan and stuff. He's really excited about it. Um, uh, he had mentioned that they, they actually got through all of the full, like full length uh, feature documentaries and I was like holy mm. shit like you got through all of those and he was like yeah I like this one I like this one they sounded cool um, some of them but I was like I can't even like I can't focus on a documentary that, like, about serious subjects that are like Oscar worthy right now yeah you know I could I could focus on a murder documentary because that's easy <laughs> and light yeah you know <laughs> something we can all have fun with you know yeah um you know. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Um, yeah. Can we just, like, give the awards to Sonic the Hedgehog? I mean, that's <sighs> that's only one, one of the few bright spots of 2020. That's that true. Pre, pre-pandemic here in the States, anyway. Yeah, right yeah. before it. I yeah. almost watched that again the other day just because I wanted something light and awesome. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, I love it so much. It's really fucking fun. Yeah. Did you know that Knuckles is going to be in the sequel? <sighs> Knuckles oh my and goodness, Tails. Yeah, and Tails, I guess, right? That's going to be like a mm-hmm. yeah, big thing. Oh, my um, God. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. However they expand it. And I also really like how it ended, not to spoil a lot, but just the way with uh, Robotnik and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was a, It's a sequel I'm excited for. It ended in a way that was like finished their story, but then they were like, yeah, this could go on, and I was totally down for that. So, yeah. That's yeah, totally rad. Mm-hmm. Kind of yeah, worked he's, out. Mm. he's got that crazy mustache. Got crazy mustache, you know. Yeah, Ooh, you gotta goodness. wait till the very end of the movie to see it, but that's okay. I hope too. Like um, my only complaint about him was he was so skinny, mm-hmm. and uh, I hope that he starts eating a lot of those mushrooms and just gets really fat. Yeah, and surely, uh, surely that's what they'll do. I mean, hopefully that's the goal, right? Yeah, that's the only way it makes sense. Otherwise, the yeah. whole series falls apart. I think so. Yeah. Um, it, it's not the CGI <laughs> that they can fail again. It's what if they make it original, like Sonic character design, like they for the sequel, the revamped uh, like Tails and Knuckles. They look just like the video game characters, but with fur. But like the the Sonic one, they were like, oh, were we oh, we picked the wrong asset file. Oh man. <laughs> oh no. We chose the wrong one. Yeah. It was Whoops. save final final, and then mm-hmm. the new one was final final final. We didn't realize. Well, look, it worked Man. well for marketing last time. Like It, it was really a, did. It was a terrible Sonic, and then they yeah. fixed it, and, and then everyone was on board. And we're like, yes, this is the greatest fucking thing ever. You did it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd like to to think it was just, you know, fan service that they, like, listened to people and were like, we got to fix this. But I, there's a part of me that thinks it was just one grand marketing plan. Mm-hmm. They always knew they weren't going to do that, and they were like, let's fuck with people's minds. It's, and it's pretty genius for that because i honestly think that i like that movie more because of the situation around it um i don't know if i had just seen it if they had just done it like the way it came out i yeah. don't know that i would have even cared as much i probably would have been like that's a kids movie or whatever but then i was yeah. like you know what they fixed it 
I kind of want to just support him for helping us right. and like making it look better. Uh-huh. And then it turned out it was a good movie. Yeah. Go figure. Yeah. So yeah, and best picture. I, I kind of felt that way about the new mutants a little bit. You and I, we mm. were uh, just on the terror table and I had mentioned that as one yep. of the movies I had seen recently. And, uh, it's kind of horror adjacent. Um, mm-hmm. and I was rooting for it because, you know, it had been, uh, delayed and delayed and delayed. And, um, you know, I watched it and, uh, <laughs> I really wanted to, uh, have some more support behind it, but, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's kind of just okay. You know? Yeah. Easily, easily skippable. There was a, a point where the movie, uh, at that, the time the movie came out, uh, Disney had purchased Fox and mm. people were thinking, oh, this is going to be like the first introduction of mutants into the MCU. Oh, um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we don't, we don't need that. <laughs> we don't we need don't, these guys. We don't need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we do a, a, a better version of it. Which is yeah, I think because it's a, a pretty big cast, but, you know. Yeah, that's the thing is that we talked about that on, the sh- yeah, on, on his show as well, that it's like um, a good cast for different, for other projects, mm-hmm. but maybe not in this one. Yeah. Um, and so it's weird how that plays out, how you like people in some things, but then they're like, maybe it's just like the whole thing. You're just like, eh, it's not that great. Yeah. Um, and there were parts of, I don't think I even got this really across when we talked about it before. Uh, there are parts of new mutants where I was really into it. And then it's, it's like the more it went on, the more it fizzled out. And then I was like, oh, well, I didn't like anything then. And then it just became mm-hmm. completely forgettable. And I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I forgot I even saw that movie. So <laughs> yeah. Totally random. Yeah. I think I watched it within a week of it coming out on HBO Max, like maybe that week that it came out. And then I made sure to, anytime I watch something, I jot it down on my ongoing pop culture catch-up list Mm. that I've got on my phone. Yeah. And then uh, I almost forgot about it until I was like trying to look through there to see if I could talk about anything horror on uh, the terror table. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. You're like, I guess this one. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) That worked out. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish it would have been better. I, yeah, it's a, like you said, it's a movie. It it's a movie. Yep. Period. <laughs> In a sense. And it's on HBO Max. It is. Oh man, I'll, I'll throw that. That's in. so crazy. That's so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, a movie that, uh, it's a, a Fox, their twentieth century Fox movie, which is now like. 20th century studios since disney bought it but it debuted mm. on like for a streaming service on warner brothers which mm. is a competing studio to disney it's just insane it's yeah, insane it's all like, wild man that's crazy oh did you hear about the uh the thing where um beginning in 2022 through 26 that sony movies are going to stream mm. on the related disney mm-hmm. apps or whatever so disney plus and then hulu oh i didn't think about hulu yeah that makes mm-hmm. sense I'd heard about, yeah, the Spider-Man stuff was going to be in part of it or whatever, which is mm-hmm. good because I was looking through the MCU stuff on Disney the other day and I kept being like, there's something missing. Yeah. Where, something's missing here. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it took me a sec to be like, oh, wait, yeah, there's like the movies I really love in here too. I kind of wondered why Disney wouldn't just like license the Spider-Man movies and just like put those on the streaming service in perpetuity or whatever. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's one of those things where they were like, well, we can do that or we can just stream all of their shit yep you know so i don't know as well hey i don't know i i like that they're making deals you know Mm -hmm. it works out for everybody involved fans seem to like it Mm -hmm. they seem to be getting money 
uh, and or sexual favors going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but I like it. After that whole thing happens next year, the only MCU movie that isn't going to be available to stream on Disney Plus is going to be The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> and I think we're mostly think, okay with that, you know? You know, when I was looking at the MCU stuff, I never thought, hmm, The Incredible Hulk's not on here. So right. there mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, it's it's fine. You don't, you don't really need to journey down that road yeah, so much, I really you know? Yeah, I put it out of my head. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know if we came up with a single sync word there. We, we touched on a lot of stuff that I think would have been good on the show, too. I don't know if it's so funny for outtakes, but uh, mm-hmm. I really just like sometimes just jamming with my friend here. That's right. Talk jamming. Talk jamming? Well, that sounds like a sync word to me. There Fuck we it. got it. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Saved by Steven at the end. Oh, Touch man. Failed. Wow. I really didn't even mean it. <clears throat> okay. Right. So talk jamming on ah, three. Okay. One, two, three. Talk, talk jamming. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Welcome right. to 92.78. Talk <laughs> jamming on the air. It's where we uh, we play old 70s songs real mm-hmm. low. And then uh, we, we talk rap on top of them. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing rhymes. Yeah. Um, the words barely flow. There's a lot of ums, but uh, you're welcome to to listen to it. Here you and are. Then, and then there's like a low uh, volume, like old sports broadcast, just going oh. over everything. Just like I love on it. top of all of it. All. Yeah. It's like your grandpa's in the back room, kind of nearby, and you're like mm-hmm. trying to listen to music, and he's like listening to sports, and so it's like just like out of your reach. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like grandpa, I'm trying to listen to Fog Hat. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, look. Uh-oh. It's a guest. A random puppy comes in. Yeah. Hello. You're on the end of the show. Oh, hi. Perfect timing. Yeah, I heard her outside the door She's trying been, to get to me. Yeah. yeah. She's very clingy now, little yeah. Savannah. So. Hi. Hello. Hi. I'm going to leave you guys do it. I All just, right. She wanted in. Well, you can leave the door open. We're almost done. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't say a word. She just said one. I don't understand. She just said a couple of words. It's like, just, what do you even do with mm-hmm. wives? Uh, don't get married, guys. Do get married. It's the best. L-P-A-S.